Are you ready? Uh-huh. Hey, all you cool cats and cool kids. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, man. Another week, another week, another week, man. Oh, I wasn't ready. Podcast. I know y'all wasn't ready. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, we, we, we was doing the little challenge, so I decided to just open up with that, man. But I'm definitely glad to be sitting in front of y'all recording another episode of the podcast, man. Let's do a quick round robin. I'm into my, in my top left corner. I got uh, Danica. Oh, hi. It's me. I'm here. <laughs> All right, all right. Right below her, we got the young man. Uh, you know me, the truth in the building, Baltimore. Okay. We here. All right, and Hilarious. right next to him, we got Period Pooh, the most ignored person in the IG lives on Monday. They ain't call me out. They ain't call me up. They ain't read my comments. They ain't hit me up. But it's all good. Uh, this is really see uh, Daddy. Period uh, Pooh. Period. Uh, see how. And listen, and I want to, I want to extend my sincerest apologies for not calling you last night. But guess what? I was on the phone with y'all niggas last night to like three o'clock in the morning. So it's all good. You know what I'm saying? I made up for it. It was one thirty. Listen, it felt like three to me. Listen, y'all, no, was rapping, y'all was wrapping me up. Wow! Oh, really? Y'all was doing it? Up. No, but it, but no, it was it was a, it was an insightful conversation, so I enjoyed. It. But I just mm. want you to admit that you was talking down, bro. Wow, we we had a whole we had a whole Kiki session. We all we all were, we all were giving, mm-hmm. but you can't say that you, we was wrapping you up. You was wrapping us up too. It so when I when I try to hang up the phone, y'all can't rap me. That was, that is, y'all didn't get the hit. Well, I'm the one who said I was going oh, yeah. first. Well, I'm the one lying. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. Why are we lying? Not going to do this anymore. No, let me tell y'all. Let me tell y'all. This is what happened. Here's the thing. And then we'll move. Because it felt like a legit sleepover. (laughs) Danica was like, no, first, you know how the first person who always gets toothpaste on their face? It was Dathan. He was like, I got to go, y'all. I got to (laughs) go. Boom. Toothpaste. Then it was Danica. Then, yeah. So don't try it. My, oh, I'm sorry. It must have been two different conversations. It's all good though. But look, yes. man, like I said, we're here for another episode. Uh, let's, real quick, man, how y'all week been? You know, it's been a week since we wrapped on the podcast. So, how's it been? Another week indoors. Sorry, it's it's May. It's May already. For real, for real. Yeah, that's man. wild. That, that that I mean, that's that's it for me. I ain't been working. You know, same old, same old shit. What's up with y'all? Eighty-four long years <laughs> in this show. It's wild. Um, <laughs> no, it's. I swear, really Caitlyn always because... sitting in the same spot, y'all. This like, is no, my. No matter this what, is my. This is my setup. <laughs> her area. Yo, I, I called her at like two p.m. in the afternoon. She was still in the same spot, bro. <laughs> it's my <laughs> office. It's my stage. It's what? Please let her live. Anyway, um, please. Um, no, it's. I mean, today was actually great. Um, I went and did a, a photo shoot today, um, which it was only five of us. So it was cool. You follow the um, rules. Okay. Six yeah, feet. Six kept, feet. My, kept my mask on. Um, I don't know about the whole six feet thing, but I mean, I guess. Uh, but yeah, it was cool. It was really cool. So I, at least I got to do some work. So it was cool. That's did good. some work, did a little bit of socializing. Yeah. Good. What's your Danica? Oh, um, I about murdered my kids about six times last week. I'm glad with it. They're dad, they're with their dad this week. <laughs> and right now it's fuck them little niggas, but I'll love them. <laughs> I'll love them tomorrow. Yo, what? Yeah, funny. That's no. funny. They, they, they still going in and out the front door. Look, they, they called me the other day and they went out my front door four times. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Where are That's you hilarious. going? Like, stop. Wasting your air. Wasting it, your air. I was like, I was like these little girls are running in and out of my house for absolutely no reason because they can't play outside. That's funny. It, wasn't even, it, was, it, was, it was raining. 
anyway, other than that, I'm good. I'm life just, uh, yeah, life is, I mean, life is just as it was the week before. It just mm-hmm. differs, like, whether or not I'm in bed all week because I don't have my kids or if I'm ready to go to jail because I have my kids because all you week. Because you had your children. That's yeah. funny. <laughs> or, same over here, man. Just another week, man. Just, uh. Just try to stay. Just try to stay safe. My uh, my nephew turned two months old today, so shout oh, out to him. Come on. I, I randomly I randomly saw him today because I had to, I went out to my mom's house real quick to pick up some stuff that she got uh, from Costco from me for me. Um, so I was able to go holler at him. But yeah, man, that's it. Uh, last night we did PNB Live, another great episode. I'm so glad I have not hosted for another what like the rotation goes like six weeks. Is that it? I'm crying. At least we're, we, might like be, we might be doing some restructuring, but that's true. That's um, true. It'll at least be a month or, or innovation. A month or so. Innovation. It's gonna be fun, and you're gonna get back in front of the screen. That's, I, that's I, all that I, matters. You know, what? I ain't gonna lie to you. At first, I really didn't want to do. It. I actually had a good time. I think last night was a really good, like, easy session. We didn't have any too many crazy questions, too many crazy responses either. Um, so I think niggas is definitely ready to turn it back up next week. Uh, which we're looking forward to. But yeah, thanks for allowing me to to be the host for two weeks in a row. Um, yeah, and now I'm passing the baton <laughs> over to Danica. You know what I mean? It is giving award ceremony speech, and I can't. I'm handing the throne over to, to Danica. You know what I mean? So I'm definitely excited to see how you are hosting versus in the comments. Oh so man, it's gonna be, be sure to be it's going this. to be an interesting it's going to be an interesting night. Yeah. Just just keep your sex toys in the box. I feel oh, like I feel like right. I might I feel like I might have to kick boot some niggas next week. But we nah, gonna real live. We're gonna yeah, have to have loud. disclaimers before the show. Like we're gonna have to pin Trust me, I told y'all I am I'm entering first and letting I, I figured that I would learn the monologue from uh from Friday. I mean not Friday from a players club. Remember when she was like all right niggas Keep your hands in your I'm doing one of them. Okay. okay. Cool, cool. Yeah, I'm hitting one of those. So my, my house mother. <laughs> Period. Hey, we're going we're gonna to do what we got to do, but we're going to have a good time. So definitely looking forward to it. Should, yeah. uh, y'all ready? Y'all ready to jump but, in some topics? Let's go get, right, let's get it. Let's do hey, it. So y'all know the best show on the TV right now, arguably, um, is Insecure. Uh, so last the night, shortest. and the shortest, fam, like that 30 minute shit, it, it, it's got to be changed. You know, it's like, there was a clip of somebody interviewing Issa. Issa was like, I'm tired of y'all asking me to extend a 30 minute show. It's a 30 minute show because it's a 30 minute show. I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. I get that and all that's cute and all, but that's 30 minutes ain't even really 30 minutes. That's about 24 mm-hmm. minutes of actual content or whatever. But yes. but anyway, um, on last night's or on Sunday night's episode, Issa uh, was at Thanksgiving with her brother, and they were talking about how Issa ran into Lawrence uh, out with his new girlfriend, which is her friend, um, somebody that she's developing a relationship with. So that's a whole weird triangle in its own. And she has been saying that Lawrence is doing much better for himself. You know what I mean? He's delivered her fl- delivered his new girlfriend flowers, and he's has seen it. And Issa noted that in the back of my mind, like, He's never done that to me uh, for me before. She ran into them in a restaurant, and she was he's like, "Well, I know Lawrence was probably paying, and he never paid when we went out." So ultimately, she said something to her brother that really struck me. I think I've heard a lot of people in my life say it. I've seen it on the internet, but she said something to the effect of Lawrence Lawrence's new girlfriend Condola is benefiting from the work that she put into him to make him the person that he is today, and that struck a whole fucking implosion on the Twitter timelines. I know uh, Caitlin, she sent a screenshot over and, and 
you know, ask them. That is a feeling that is typically reserved for women because we often see it come from women and guys to like, she hasn't seen like uh, too many men really express that, but you know, do men also get that same feeling? So we wanted to just talk about it. I guess um, we can start with Dathan. You know what I mean? Like the question is really after somebody moves off from you, you know, can you still, are, are you allowed to feel that, they are the person that they are because of the work that you put in with them. Why why you start with me? Damn. But uh, but nah. Um, so this is I'm gonna give I'm gonna give two answers. Something struck me while you were talking. Um, the word that jumped out to me was ownership. Um, the the whole situation as you explained it, it really pissed me off. Only because I don't think I hate when people I I hate when people say like my girlfriend or like my 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 it, it, it's it's something about ownership that just bugs me where like people try to take the credit for someone else's growth where me on the other hand i always try to give credit where credit is due and if someone grows if someone matures if someone changes for the negative or for the better that's on them they had to put in the work they had to change their mindset they had to go through their experiences to get to where they needed to get to now I will say this. We all change. We all mature. Three, four, five years ago, I would be the type of person that would literally sit up here and be like, hell yeah, my first relationship, guarantee, like, you know, and not even trying to be smart. Like, I built that bitch. Like, nah, like, like, not even awesome, like, real live. Like, yo, you know, we, I keep it, I'm the truth. Like, I just keep it raw. Like, son like i felt like i felt like personally i did so much for her and it wasn't i just felt like i did so much for her to help her get to where she is today to help her you know progress along now like me being who i am and and understanding how to not only get to know someone else and love someone else but and also loving myself and finding myself son i have nothing to do with her nothing at all like her development is her development. After I, I said on the last podcast episode, after a relationship with me, it's expired, bro. I don't give a fuck about you. Like it's done. You know, I'm not going to take credit for your growth. You you can go on and become motherfucking Jeffrey Bezos. Okay. Jeff. Like that, you know, that's fine. Like you can become beyond, like it's, it's, it's completely fine. I'm not going to feel some type of way because I know at our time when we had the opportunity to make things work, we couldn't. And I'm I I'm not gonna put the energy forth to even worry about that or harp on that. Um and I'm just giving them the credit. Like, yo, all right, bet. Like honestly, I look at it like if you leave me or, you know, or vice versa, whatever, or we break up and you're doing better off without me or after me or whatever, well, shit, I I I see the potential in you from the get-go. That's why I started dating. You know, and I'm I'm happy you're now, you know, seeing the full potential in yourself with or without. Me. And I think it, and that and that's how I'm just holding. And it. that's kind of how I, I view things, too. Like I when I hear people say things like that in particular, like let's, if I'm just going to stick with the show. Like I, I just thought it was just kind of just like misguided and like it's like selfish in a way. Right. Like. Ultimately, yeah. ultimately, Issa is only saying this because she's not benefiting from his current success. Right. Like if if, if they were to break up. And he was to go on and continue to be the nigga that wasn't paying bills and sleeping on her couch. She wouldn't give two shits. You know what I mean? Like, it's literally only because she's not benefiting from that. And that kind of 
makes me feel like that whole like the whole idea of him being successful is not like coming from like a genuine place it's literally from a place of well he doing all that for her she wasn't doing that for me like it just comes off like kind of jealous to me you know what i mean that's kind of where i i always kind of like am torn when i hear people say things like that like well yeah and also you know just to relate it to to everyday life i think people a lot of people and i'm not gonna say all people a lot of people really want to keep their foot on other people's necks. They really want to keep people beneath them. And in this situation, which even though we're talking about insecure, I've seen this situation play out many mm-hmm. a times where it's like, when a person's doing good, oh, well, you didn't do that for me. Or it's, it's heavy criticism. When a person is doing bad, Oh, you just you don't take credit for that. They don't take credit for that. Nigga. No, they, they, exactly. they, not, they don't take credit exactly. for that. They don't take credit for the downfall. Like, and that's exactly what I was saying in the group chat. It's like mm. people only say that when the person is doing better. But if they were doing worse, right. you would not say, Well, I did something to that person to make them decide that they even wanted to go, you know, go to somebody that's even doing worse than me or going or like has turned them to do some negative shit. You know what I mean? Like it's only right. when they're doing something positive. They don't people don't keep that same energy. But why? Why do you? Why do y'all think that's the case? What that that, that, that they don't that they don't like own up to when if someone's doing um, worse than them or worse than who, what who, they were doing in a relationship? Who would want to be responsible for somebody not being successful or not putting their own weight or not appearing to be the best version of themselves that they possibly could be? Everybody wants to take the credit when something goes great. If you are working on a project with somebody and whether or not you pulled a certain amount of weight or whatever the case may be, once that project gets an A, oh, nigga, we all got A's. Mm-hmm. But, if, but if that joint it goes sour, well, you ain't do this and you ain't do that and you ain't do this. and You, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it turns into mm-hmm. the blame game. It turns into pointing fingers. It turns into all, you know what I mean? Like the, the team, the camaraderie goes out the window when negativity jumps in. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just funny that, um, Dathan, you made the point about, um, like, if he was still, if, if Lawrence was still mm-hmm. doing bad, she would still have something to say. Like, I'm sitting here, like, writing notes so I don't forget what I was <laughs> going to say. Um, but I wrote, as you were talking, I literally said the same thing because um, it's not that Issa wouldn't have anything to say if he wasn't doing well, she would still have something to say. Mm-hmm. It would just be, see, he's still on, he's mm-hmm. still on him. Da, 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 da. He was living with me for five years on my couch. And still, not, not, still my house, no more. And not my problem. Boom, no more. Yeah, my hands yeah. are clear. Da, 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 da. But then once he's actually doing well, she doesn't have, she, yeah, she doesn't have anything necessarily negative to say anymore. So you have to now, again, take credit and take ownership for something amazing that happened when, granted, since you might have assisted, you might have given him words of encouragement. You might have helped him with a resume. You might have gave him 50, 100, however much money to go get a fit for uh, an interview or whatever the case may be. Gave him gas money, whatever. Yes. Of course, like that is the contribution that you made, but the person that is changing has to make the choice to change. Uh, period. That, yes. So it's yes, on them. Yes. It's on them to do it. You know what I mean? Um, so like I just I don't and, and the and the thing is like there 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 is some validity to some people being able to say, I contributed yeah. directly. For example, like you you mentioned Jeff Bezos earlier, right? Like from my understanding, you know, people were making like a big deal about how much money his ex-wife is getting in their divorce. 
from my understanding, like she literally sat down with him and helped write like the business plan that yes. created Amazon. Mm-hmm. Like to me, right. that's different. Like she right. literally could walk around this earth and say, I, I I did this, I did that, and now he's the man he is because I contributed 50% or whatever it is. Like I contribute, I, he, he bounced the idea off of me and I helped him with right. his pitch, whatever, right? But we're just talking about you being in a relationship with me and maybe in that process, I learned how to communicate. Or I learn how to be less selfish. Or I learn how to express my feelings. Like, how do you how do you take credit for someone's personal growth? Like that, people, that's like people the, do it, and that's that's, that's, that's why that's the most that's the most to me that's the the most it's selfish thing. You it's can absolutely self serving. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that. Mm. I mean, yeah. yeah, for the most part, but I do feel like sometimes in relationships, not just sometimes, but in relationships, there does have to be reciprocation and there does have to be acknowledgement Mm -hmm. you know so if you're not feeling like there's reciprocation you're putting in all the effort for this person to try to help them be a better person for themselves if that's not reciprocated in whatever way you need from that other individual you're going to feel like you were slighted and in that Mm -hmm. same vein and not being like you putting in the work you being like hey look i'm trying i i want to help you build your resume i want to help you do this or do that I need the acknowledgement that I was actually a part of that and that I, mm-hmm. I helped you because it it's like that in every relationship. You can completely nix this part of, out of it. There there has mm-hmm. to be reciprocation in relationships in order for them to be just like with love languages, stuff like that. There has to be a certain acknowledgement of certain of certain points of contact, like between you and your significant other for you to feel successful. And that's just I totally, what that is. I totally agree with that. I think um like I, I hear and understand that completely. Um Dang, did I lose my point? No, I think that if um, that would, I would totally lean towards like, I, I understand why Issa said what she said a little bit more if it turned out that like Lawrence was bad mouthing mm-hmm. her mm-hmm. and like saying she do, you know what I mean? She ain't she do, do nothing nowhere. Mm-hmm. She ain't right. nothing for me. I did it. Then I'm like, all right, Nikki. Okay. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> you, you wilding, you're doing too much. Um, and she did contribute. Not to say that she didn't mm-hmm. at all. Um, but yeah, it would be a different story if Lawrence felt a specific type of way. Now, real quick, because when you were um, talking earlier, Renee, just kind of setting everything up, the conversation that I had with somebody was about, again, whether it's a you know a man or woman type situation. And I know we talked about like y'all, um, you know, it being more of a thing for women to have seen or have be the to be the ones who are like, well, I built, I did, I did, da da da. But I must say that it is an equal opportunity crock of bull <laughs> that happens. Like there are men, and it may not be again the men that you hang with, the men that you associate with, but there are men that believe that they build women, that they create these women, mm-hmm. that they make them who they are. I bought her this. I did this. I da 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 da. I made her the tough, strong, like bossed up. Da-da. You know what I mean? When again, like Jason said, that's character shifts and changes. Like just because you change a person's outfit, that, that first of all, it don't move nobody. It shouldn't move anybody. Second of all. Again, men are just as trash when it comes to things like that. Just because I don't feel that saying things like that are a hundred percent necessary. Like it's right. it's bogus on both ends. If it comes from a, a somewhat malicious or like jealous space, mm-hmm. that makes sense. So, so, or ownership. 
Right. Yeah. And the, and the weird thing about this whole situation is that, you know, just to convert it back to reality, I actually hear that more from men. Like, hey, you know, I've I've saved this girl. Mm. I've, I've, she was a hoe before me, bro. Right. And I did this, that, and the third. Like I told you, like, when I was younger, especially in my first relationship, I probably would say some of those things because that's how I felt. That was my very first relationship. And just to, to think and understand and mature through all those experiences and then come back on the other side and being like, damn, well, now the relationship is over and I feel slighted. Because mm-hmm. like Danica was saying, like I was putting in so much work mm-hmm. what, that I felt like was beneficial to the relationship. And I felt like it wasn't being reciprocated. But also the important thing, uh, you know, just to hit back on what Danica was saying, figuring out how to communicate. With right. Person. Like I even struggle with that now, like in my current relationship, I, I would, I can go out and buy her a fucking Apple watch. I can buy her anything I could do stuff for, her, but. If it's not what she, if it, if it's not something that makes her happy or, you know, creates some type of positive feeling in her, it's all for nothing. Like, that's like, that's like buying fucking basketball shorts and you're going to play baseball. It's just, it's just not going to work. Yeah. Yeah, And I think that, and I think right there, that's kind of some of the reason, like, if we just talk about the show, that's some of the issues that Issa and, and uh, Lawrence had, right? So. You know, Lawrence was a he was not doing the best. He was not going on job interviews. He was not carrying mm-hmm. his way in the house. But the thing is, Issa never really communicated that directly to him. Like she spent mm-hmm. a lot of time talking about his flaws behind his back and to his friends or yeah. to like her imaginary character in the mirror versus <laughs> addressing character flaws with your partner or like uh, traits that you don't like with your partner directly. And yeah. I, so when you know, when he finally does have a moment where he wakes up, like, you know, which was the, she cheated on him, uh, essentially. You know, he had a moment that he wakes up. Like, sometimes it takes something, like, traumatic to happen for you to really realize, like, bruh, I'm not doing the best that I can be doing. Like, I'm not pulling the weight that I can be doing. And so, to a degree, yeah, Issa did help him become the man that she is because maybe if the the, the whole cheating shit didn't happen, he would have still been that bum-ass thing on the couch, right? But, like, essentially... You know, I look at the whole situation. I've had somebody tell me, I had a girl that I dated literally tell me that, like, at some point, a a girl is going to benefit from all the experiences that we had together. And you're right. Right. Like we did share. We did share things. And I did learn lessons from this relationship that have made me a better person. But I feel like that's how relationships are. And that's how relationships should go. Like, I don't want to date someone or be in a relationship with someone that does not leave. If we break up, does not leave our relationship a better person, like at least leave with something, whether it's, mm. you know, we learn how to communicate better or mm. we learn how to be frugal together. We learn how to save money. Like I would hope that we're in a relationship, whether it's a short time or long time, but we're both enhancing what already exists and we're starting to blossom individually as better people. And I, I don't think I could ever look at somebody and tell them it's that way because of me. No. We built, we built, like I said, we built it. We built what we had <laughs> together and we both come out of that separate, but to a degree, like we flourishing in specific areas. Like I, I just don't, I just could not see myself in a space with someone where we both walk away and it's like, well, I ain't learned shit. I'm just going to still be the same as that nigga. Like that don't make sense to me. It mm. happens. <laughs> it does happen. I mean, talk about it. I mean, it's think, not really I, for me to talk about because I'm not a not shit nigga. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I mean, 
for real, for real. And I'm not not shit naked either. That's not what I'm, <laughs> I'm talking. <just> but <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> no, uh, but but what I wanted to say was like it's hold on. Are we yeah. saying are we saying being in a relationship with somebody and walking away with both of y'all being the same exact person? Is that what we're talking? You're saying that it no. Well, uh, well, I'm just saying that I'm just saying it is possible. I'm not. I'm not saying that. Yeah, yeah. No, and I'm not can. saying it's impossible. What I'm saying is that I don't think it would be possible for me because even if it ended in a bad way, mm. there's something that I'm going to take from that relationship, whether I'm oh, not going to yeah. allow something to happen again. A- or, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. But, but, yeah, but, and, and, and that's you, and, and that I think that's all of us. Like we are are able and capable of at least understanding some of the positives from the situation. That's how I look at any relationship, whether it be. Uh, you know, a, a romantic one, intimate one, or a friendship, or what have you. Like, as long as I can see the positivity on the back end, once that relationship falls out of w- where I've come and how I've grown, I'm good. I don't give a fuck about that other person, and like it, especially if you do me dirty. Like, I don't give a, I don't give a fuck. If I was Lawrence and Issa cheated on me, fuck her. I'm not even, I'm not sliding her. Yo, if I'm telling you this right now. If I'm sliding my ex DMs, I'm trying to fuck. There's no, there's no extra messages after that. Like, there's no, I don't, I don't get, I don't get people that you, I don't get people where someone puts you through a crazy ass traumatic event that makes you make a decision. Like, you know, you, you know, when you're supposed to break up with someone, right? Everybody always has that. They talk about like that feeling or like, you know, that, I knew, I knew at this moment, like I probably should have cut it off. But you, you had that attachment there, so you stayed along. And then it always happens this traumatic ass event, like, and it usually ends up in someone cheating. Right? They go through that cheating, and then it's like, damn, I, I knew this was happening all along. Now you're faced with a decision where you have to break up with them, and you're also crushed because you don't trust yourself anymore. That's the main mm-hmm. thing. And then now you're, 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 you're crushing all that. If I was Lawrence, I would not give two fucks about Issa. I don't give a fuck After how nice years. she wants to. Yo, it don't matter. It don't matter to me. Like so, five years, ten years, eleven years, twelve years. Just like Michael Jordan really? said. So, so you Michael, know what's interesting? Just like hold on, hold on. Just like Michael Jordan said on the documentary <laughs> about Isaiah Thomas, he was like, "I don't give a fuck what that nigga has to say now," because in the moment he knew what he did and he made his decision then, and the only reason why that. They're changing. He's changing up what he's saying. Present day is because he finally thought about it and he understood and realized what was right and what was wrong. And he knew what was right and what was wrong then, and he chose to make the wrong decision. That's that's on. That's just me. Like I believe in people know what's right and what's wrong, and then they you you literally choose to cheat on someone. There's no oh like it just happened. No bitch. It didn't just happen. Like like I just it. it like there's there's so much that people try to like spin and say, oh, it's happened by chance, or like you know we were going down this path anyway. Well, well, yes, okay. Mm-hmm. You still made the decision. Yeah, she, and then she, and then justify it by saying, well, he's a bum. You know what I mean? Well, the, the one thing that I wanted to you're a bum. Thing, right? <laughs> that, that's also true. And that, and that goes back to like some of the points that I was saying like on, on our conversation. Like I feel like you hear the I built her, I built him thing. Or they're benefiting, she's benefiting. When you have not resolved those feelings in general, like if you have not resolved the yeah. feelings that you have for that person, you're you're that those feelings come around. Like you're you're gonna think Ooh. that way. 
if I have if I've already put those feelings in a box and put them shits aside and yeah. decided that this clean break is gonna happen and I want nothing to do with that person anymore, guess what? If I hear about them doing good, I'm like, damn, good for them. And I'm gonna keep it pushing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not gonna be, bro. She wasn't doing that. Well, obviously, you only feel that way because once again, you're not benefiting from that person's glow up. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. and that's literally it. I just think we. Hey, I just think we also just have to mention that not all breakups are amicable, and not all breakups are word, are, are word. processed that's, at the that's, same time. That's frame. also a fact. Like, mm-hmm. there are people who can get over something just like that, and then there are people that it takes years to mm-hmm. get over certain things. So, mm-hmm. not to say that that should mean that you should project your feelings onto a person, but there are still feelings of probably abandonment or feeling mm-hmm. betrayed in a certain way or not feeling like there was reciprocation or right. that you, you know, that those same things I talked about before, like acknowledgement, you still have those feelings. And mm-hmm. Renee, me and Renee and Kayla were talking last night and I, I mentioned like, everybody is entitled to feel how they want to feel. Mm-hmm. Like they, that there's no question about it. You can't question how somebody feels about something. That is how they feel. That's it. However, that does not mean that people's feelings are necessarily the truth of the situation. Mm-hmm. And there's that there's that gray area that we live in oftentimes when we are going through a breakup that we can't see one way or the other because you're yeah. so deep in what you feel, mm-hmm. you can't see the logic outside of it. So mm-hmm. not to like I said, not to excuse like and I don't watch the show, but in this case, like Issa feeling like feeling like he used her as like a stepping stone. She's the reason why he was able to catapult into a more successful way of life. I, but I also don't fault her for feeling that way. Mm-hmm. I feel like if she was, she was with him for, yes, she did do some fucked up stuff and cheated on him, whatever the case may be. But that does not mean at that moment she made a bad decision. Right. But what about the five years previous? That doesn't like, as far as we know, she was doing everything she could. So five years of time in your twenties, like, I don't know how you guys feel, but that was a very like, like a very growth center part of my life. Mm. And I would it be, but would it be worse if they were in their 40? But the thing is, it's like they weren't. So it doesn't matter. I'm just asking. I'm just asking. Does does age really matter? It does. It does because usually at 40, you've established, you've established yourself in a certain way by then. If people haven't at at that rate, like that's life. Okay. I get it. It's there. There are exceptions to the rules. However, and, and, 40 years of being on this earth, you've had more than enough time to learn from mistakes and be able to pick your shit up and, and be able to do right. Like, I can't say because in my 20s, I lived this this feeling more than once. Yeah, yeah. You well, well if that's the case, I'm, mm-hmm. Issa need therapy because, and anybody else that feels that way. Because at the end of the day, that feeling that feel is, is not healthy. Like, you can never no, move, of course it's you not. can never move on with your life and be the person that you are supposed to be, the person mm-hmm. that you have the potential to be. If you're constantly holding on to the shit that happened in the past, especially when it, it revolves around somebody that is doing what they're supposed to be doing and bettering themselves. Like, the whole time I'm watching the show, I'm like, bro, does Issa realize she still don't got no job? Like, does Issa realize she's still doing the same things that she's always, like, literally, she called Lawrence a bum. Issa, you are, like, fucking two steps away from being a bum yourself. You know what I mean? Like, we seen this last episode. <laughs> Bruh, this last episode, so she put a she put a turkey back up on a regular shelf and told about some shit and afford that shit. You know what I mean? And not to mm-hmm. say, and not to make no jokes about nobody for money, but what I'm saying is... We, nah, she, she we've bummed. seen the show. Okay. This is what we in season four. Okay. We in season four. Yeah. Issa still has not decided to 
put on her fucking big girl pants, big woman pants, and say, you know what? I'm about to buckle down. I'm about to take the shit that I want to do serious. You know what I mean? Like, and that's just the plain old truth because she's still hung up on on Lawrence doing better and like all these unreserved feelings. And I and I can see that. Like, like I said, I've had the same exact thing happen to me. And I remember telling that person, like, bro, all you do is look at the negative in life. Like, you can never. You can never move on and be the person that you're supposed to be if you always feel as though somebody is like doing things like to personally attack you or for you or like if you feel like people are like constantly coming at you or stepping over like stepping on your feet and shit like that. Like it, you're just never going to move forward. Like you have to learn how to get over these feelings, resolve these feelings, whether and I mean, there's no time limit on it. It don't happen in a week. It don't happen in 10 years. Like it could happen forever. But what I'm saying is you have to take the proper steps to like get your mind program to think the other way and i think that's where like isa is having like a major major breakdown uh, she it's the accountability piece yeah. it, it, there's and a lot of people mm-hmm. i don't, I don't want to say suffering from it but mm-hmm. a lot of people don't want to accept accountability for that goddamn yeah. mm-hmm. absolutely So what they do is they seek i mean we see it all day every day around us some some people would really rather ask someone else for the answer to a question that is easily googleable mm-hmm. right that they can find in like five seconds yep. and it would t- it takes them 10 minutes to text someone and get the answer from them mm-hmm. like instead of going to the gym they got to go find all these videos of workouts and stuff like that just to sit there and, and look at them and then still not go to the okay gym. So, so please it, don't read me like that ever again i'm fine oh my bad no 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 I, i've seen i've seen you i've seen you with the on the ig you was like i did a run and i felt like dying and then you took a little pick in the i did so, i really yeah. did feel like dying yeah exactly see you you've been working out but, <laughs> this it's, week. It, but it's <laughs> but it's the accountability piece like and and i think i think that's what draws me to people is are the people who take more accountability mm-hmm. for their life man and mm-hmm. it's like once you surround yourself with not like-minded people, but people who are just more in tune with, all right, I want to get something done. Here's how I'm going to do mm-hmm. it. That's not being selfish. That's not even being self-centered. It's just understanding that you have the tools and resources necessary. If you want to help me get there, then you'll help me get there. If not, well, I'm going to get mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Period. Yeah. That account- and, and that's, yeah. That, I'm sorry. That accountability piece is there huge. Um, it's one of those things where like, I feel like it's like that age old saying, like people point the finger, but they don't realize that there are three additional fingers that are pointing back at themselves. Mm. They don't oh, take, oh, talk to me. I'm crying. <laughs> but they don't. You, you y'all pointing grandma, guns, nigga? Y'all grandma, <laughs> y'all grandma didn't Yes, that. my grandma didn't say that. People, there are three other fingers that are pointing back at yourself and you don't take the opportunity to really think about the fact that like you played a role in a specific thing or you are the reason that, or you could have at least played a part in, you know, this bigger issue. I think kind of like, like Jason was saying, like, it's, it's amazing to find people that hold themselves accountable and it's not walking around like saying, yeah, it's my fault. It's my fault. This is my fault. This is my, you know what I mean? But understanding that again, they played a part in whatever or however their life went or how a specific you know, part of their life, um, kind of unfolded, um, to me speaks volumes about the person because it's all about growth. And once you're able to hold yourself accountable, you're also able to, um, you know, to hold other people accountable. And I think that's, um, quality and necessary in, in relationships, whether it's friends, um, whether it's romantic, uh, you know, the platonic or the romantic type of relationship, like it's that again, the accountability is huge. 
you in order to really hey, be look, successful? I got a question for y'all. Mm. And I want all three of y'all to answer. Uh, Somebody cheat on y'all. Is there any possibility of y'all getting back together? I don't care who started. Are we married or just boyfriend and girlfriend? <laughs> I mean, there to uh, me, there are factors. That's, there's definitely factors. Yeah, like, there's definitely factors. If niggas got kids, like, it, yeah, it depends. See, that's what I think about. It depends. It depends. All right, all right, look. All right, what was I doing? True, like, true. what was I doing? First, 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 first situation. Look, let's see y'all. Look, first situation. <laughs> y'all been dating for two years. Yeah, oh, nah. you know it. Next, so they they cheat on you. And <laughs> two you, years like shit for two years, and what happened? And what my man family say is what my they man say. I, what my man family uh-huh. say. I gotta talk to you for fourteen months for you to be my girlfriend anyway. Oh my god! Right. Yes. Okay. Oh my god! All right. So look. So look. Let's say y'all been dating for a while, uh, a while. I don't know how long. Dot dot dot. And you're about to, you're thinking about getting engaged, or you're talk. You're at least having those talks about getting engaged, and mm. they cheat on. Bye. Or you find out that they cheat on you. Bye. When did they cheat on me? Like the beginning of the relationship, recent. I uh th- that matters. The, why does that matter? I'm because that, if she if she made a mistake like early on in a relationship, we've been dating for five years, I probably might I probably am more willing to forgive that than if we've been dating for five years and she cheated on me last month. But would you not be a would you not be more upset that she with held that information it, it, to me it, yes obviously mm. you would be upset either way but what i'm saying is the relationship was fresh people make mistakes maybe she was unsure of what we had going on like i i, I don't know if i could question my why did she bring that up in the first place why did she bring that up <laughs> why she bring that like if it was that early in the relationship she wasn't really sure well, well you said I what did the cheating thing come I, up i, 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 I would have put that shit under the rug too but what right, i'm saying like she, don't say nothing if she happens to bring it up Obviously, you're going to be hurt because alive for five years. But I probably, you know, we truly in love. This is my life partner. Like, you know, I probably would be more willing to forgive that and kind of try to move past that at month five than month fucking 64 or whatever. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think my, my I try to do quick math, because like 12 times five. I'm what crying. that is. Yeah, no, no. That, that's 60. Yeah, I'm, close. Close. Yes. I'm crying. <laughs> My instant no was because I immediately thought like the cheat, the cheat was um, the cheat. like recent. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the cheat, cheat. <laughs> was like recent, like you know what I'm saying. So it's fresh. And my thing is, bro, we about to like we're legit making plans. We're doing all this. Like I've already done X, Y, and Z. We've already said this. We said that about the planning process for actually moving on to being together forever. Right. And then, like, wh- where was the disconnect? What happened? I don't. To me, it, it doesn't matter if it's uh oops and I got drunk or whatever the case may be. Like, nah, bro, I don't. I, if I don't say, nah, that's it. It's gonna take me like I'm calling off the wedding. And you talking about? And you talking about a new, like a fresh cheat, like a new cheat? Yes. Got you. Yes. I will. Yeah. Same yeah. for me. Like if we at month sixty, and you, you talking about you cheated at month fifty? I'm like, fam, that's yeah. recent. You know what I mean? So, yeah. come on, so, bro. so, so, Caitlin, if it's month two. How you react? If it's month two of us like dating, no, nah, like, no, nah. a... like you're in month, you're in month sixty, okay, and month two they they cheated and they telling you in month sixty. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean that was month two. Like it sucks. Like my trust would probably be like I don't, I won't even say shaken completely because if you've been able to, <laughs> hey, listen, you that nigga, you listen, you. Like, uh, yeah. Like what? Oh, okay. for real? Yeah. Oh, wow! Like I would still feel some type of way. I would definitely be in my feelings. 
But I don't know if it happened in month two and it's now month 60, whatever. I don't know if I'll be like, nigga, get your shit. No, no, no. Like, you, you, now you might you, in the moment. What? Like, in the moment, you right. might, right? In the moment, yeah. But, right. But then when you take a Would step you, back, it's like, damn, you know, we built we need five to have a conversation. years of relationship. Exactly. Let's talk and, about what happened in month two. Right. Let's talk about what stopped okay. you from continuing to do it because right. you cheated on me what once. Changed? What changed? You right. know what I mean? Like, those are the type of things that I probably would want to talk about a little yeah. bit more. I want to have a conversation. All right, be- before, before I get into my next question, Danica? Um, I, as much as I would like to sit here and say <laughs> that... No, no cap. No I would cap. be upset. I don't really know if it would ever get to that point in my relationships now. <laughs> um, to my 60? I, ah, I know. Danica, I just, yo, Danica, my dude, Young, bro. young. Let bro, me tell you. Yo, the, the, the 2D twins, I was you know, no 2D today. But real. This nigga pick and choose who you want to be twins with based uh-huh, on the week, exactly, right? Exactly. Just, exactly. About two four weeks, weeks ago. I sure feel like top liver in this thing. God, that's it, that's it. I'm the twin that got eight. That got, it was that's eating in utero. Yeah, no the other Yo, one ate it. We, we Pisces twins, you know, two twins. But yeah, go ahead, Danica. My bad. I don't even remember what I was saying now. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you said that you wouldn't. Nah, you, something. you don't know if you would. As, I just don't know if I would. Like Would what? Care? Oh, wow. Right, right. um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like in any of the relationships that I would be in now, um, conversations would have been had like pretty, pretty soon in the relationship as far as like what expectations are. Um, That's a word. Yeah. And I just, I really feel like, um, a lot of the reasons why, and this is, we can talk about this at a later date, like actually deep, like deep dive into it. But I really feel like a lot of the times when there are people who cheat on their significant others, it's because that they, they are looking for an open relationship and don't necessarily know how to talk about it, mm. or they need something that they're not getting from their significant other and then go to find that another person. Not because a lot of times when people cheat, they're not necessarily unhappy with the whole relationship. They're happy with one, unhappy with one aspect of it or two aspects mm-hmm. of it. And they find that in somebody else. So mm-hmm. I just feel like I would have those conversations with my partner up front. What about availability? They... Is that, is you... that an aspect like availability? Like, oh you, yeah. Are you out for an evening and this person appeals to you sexually? And because you're the person, your relationship is not around you make the move on that person. Like, I is that. Can't, I absolutely can't lie and say that I have not been that person before. So like maybe like not so much recently, but like in my past, for sure, if there was a if there if there is an opportunity and for whatever reason, I feel an opportunity, an opportunity I love it um, <laughs> for me to take advantage of something that I wouldn't typically based mm-hmm. off of the circumstances, whether I, I am somewhere or there's somebody that I haven't seen or there's some weird connection or whatever the case may be. I cannot sit here and lie to y'all's faces and say that I have not actually capitalized on that. It's a thing. It happens. And then you often just are like, all right, it happened. And then you go about your business. Mm -hmm. I don't really see there being an issue with it. I do believe, though, that there should be a conversation about that. And there are things that you can't talk about to your partner, your significant other about like situations like that if they're to come up. And I think that's just the main problem is that people just jump into monogamy and they're just like, all right, you like me. I like you. That's it. Mm-hmm. Like there's, there's like, there's no nuance or gray area whatsoever. And a lot of people do not necessarily feel 
the same way as their partner does. So conversations just need to be more candid at that time where you're actually getting to know each other because they, they're very important. All right, hold on. Nathan, before you jump into the second question, I got a question real quick. How would you feel if your partner came home and they told you tr- straight up, like, look, I was out tonight and I almost cheated. I didn't do it, though. Like, they were, had an open, honest conversation with you. It was like, yo, there was a person mm-hmm. I was attracted to and I wanted them, but I didn't do it. Like, looking for some sort of, like, brownie points type shit. You know what I mean? Like, we talking about open and honest conversation. Like, how would you react to that, Kayla? Okay. <laughs> Is my first reaction. Like, oh, oh okay. Right, right. Like, I, like, what am I supposed to... I don't I'll know what I'm supposed you. to like, say. I'll, I'll ask you. <laughs> no, but I'm not, I know, but, like, I'm saying to this person, yeah. like, what am I supposed to say to that? Like... <laughs> Thank you. Is the the trust broken? Like, does it? Do they build more trust now? Like, how would you? you No, no, no. You don't. It's 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 a a wasted conversation. Why are you telling me? You shouldn't have told. Okay, okay. Wow. All right. But now, (laughs) now the petty in me, the petty in me (laughs) would be like. Like my eye would be like on you, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like I don't, I don't know. That's if not, that's not, that's not even petty. That's yeah. real. But go I ahead. Mean, yeah, like my, I would be kind of just like, okay, so we out to dinner. I'm watching your eyes the whole time, bro. Mm. Shorty walked past. Hmm, she was cute, huh? Are you trying? Like you know, what I, mean? I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say it in my head. She was cute, but in my head, I'm like, oh, you, you, oh, you want to crank that? That's what you want? Yeah, crank back. Crank all caps. Boy, we talking Hey. Yule in this thing, yes, but yeah, like, yes, <laughs> but no, like, yeah, it would, yeah. <laughs> it's given. Um, but no, seriously, like, I would definitely raise an eyebrow, but in that moment, I, I don't know it, but it's between being like okay and like legit laughing him out. Like, I don't like. What do you want me? Do would you like a cookie? Mm. Like, I don't, I don't understand. Well, I mean, so we want open and we honest, are but together. We don't want that open and I just like, feel like that's a that's no. A, I mean, I feel like that's a that, perfect opportunity if you did feel that way, not to maybe phrase it that way. Just facts, yeah, definitely. Like, facts. Facts. I well, I don't tonight. know how to phrase that shit. I'm well, just, okay. So I'm saying, like, you you come home and you're like, hey, um, make sure it's a good time to talk. You know, don't want to impede on anybody's right. personal space. But so you like, hey, space? are we in a safe space? That's what you tell them. No, no, nah, what you doing? <laughs> what you doing? You How, like, just you got a knife, you got to read the room, <laughs> read the room, bro. That's crazy. <laughs> Would you then, happen to be by a hot uh pan right. of grits right now? <laughs> um, and just maybe be like. Hey, can we talk about how I felt when I went out tonight? Like, why is it? It doesn't have to be like, oh, I almost cheated on you. Like, no, I went out yeah, tonight. That's wild. I realized, I realized that like I Deal. felt like a, a, a an attraction to somebody, and I actually had impulses to maybe act on that. Can we talk about it? Like, Man, y'all why? saying the same shit, but just in a nicer way. That's the same yeah, shit. But that's what I'm saying. It's it's that's all. Real. But it's that all is, about how you communicate. Right. Okay. All right. There yeah. we go. It's not right, what you say. It's how, how you say. Exactly. Finesse. Because impulses sound a lot better than y'all. I was trying to fuck this nigga. I, I feel you. Yeah. Just trying to fuck somebody. So, like, all I'm saying is that a conversation like that can be had. There's there's a huge difference between me being like, yo, I almost fucked somebody else tonight. How do you feel about it? And me being like, hey, I had some feelings that are unusual for how I feel when I go out. Maybe I felt a little more attention being, so you know, so thrown you my the way first thing whatever. I'm saying, I'm like, so you felt a little tangled. And then we're going to get into it. Either way, we get into it, man. That's the okay, thing. But that's <laughs> bruh, bruh, bruh. 
But no, that's a valid conversation no, with your, to have with your significant other because that means that there's something that's not connecting in a way with you guys that may have Whoa. before. Mm. Mm. Whoa, hold on, mm. hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, say that again. I, I may have understood it wrong. Can you say I'm that saying again? <laughs> just like a hair boy. having that conversation because if that's something that had hadn't ever happened before, yeah, and then you feel okay. this tingle, as Renee would like okay. to phrase okay. it. Tingle. Tingle, yeah. okay. Maybe there is something going on in you and and your significant other's relationship for that person to feel that way and a conversation needs to be had. Maybe maybe okay. they're missing something. But, but does it have to be no. that? Something yeah, is no. wrong. Okay. Oh, I just, I just no. wanted to make, make that point. But does it have to be that something is wrong in your relationship for oh, that to no. happen? I don't think so. Yeah, nah, that, that's nah. the only no, thing I was asking. Because okay. I do think that there are people who act on impulse. And I, I am mm-hmm. one of those people who has done that before. Act at, may not have even been necessarily you know, everybody act on impulse exactly they act on impulse they can but it's like, it, that, it, but that's just a, like it's and some of it is just literally physical reaction it's something that naturally yeah. pheromones hormone like all that shit is real it's science and it happens and you're not just going to be attracted to one person that's impossible your entire life you're literally you're always going to yeah. find people attracted yeah. it is what it is yeah. right i'm gonna just head out yeah no i mean yeah, no, 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 not even before the impulse happens. Like for me, how I keep myself out of situations, and and this is what I recommend for people who want to be in a monogamous monogamous relationship <laughs> and and not cheating and stuff like that. Like, remove yourself from the situation as soon as you are aware of what you can potentially do. That's the only solution that but I that's, have. Because that's not realistic. That's, that's not realistic hard. solution. It, it's, it, yeah, yes, it is. It's very hard. It is, it is. Hey, I'm not saying it's easy, but look, I mean, at that point, at some point in, in, in that situation, you're going to think about your relationship. You know what's wild? This thing, is not, this thing is not I lying. Because I will, I can honestly say on this podcast, there's been times when me and David has been out and this thing would be like, yo, the women in here are uh, giving, they're talking to you too much. Or they they being too flirtatious, though, just go ahead and head home. Because they doing too much. Like, he's done that. Like, I'm thinking about a specific time that me and you have went out. And he was like, so right. just go ahead and call the Uber and just go head home, bro. Just head home so because they're doing to too have, much. You have to have an accountability partner, So it's better to have an too. accountability partner. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And you cannot, go yes. In, you cannot go into something yourself and be like, all right, I got to go. Because, yeah. no. Because yeah. the first yeah. thing on my mind is not like, all right, I got to go. It's yeah. yeah. Hey, that's real. Yeah, no, that's, real. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's real. This thing will. This thing has just... removed me and be like, son, just go ahead and just go ahead and hit the Uber, bro. Just go ahead. Yeah, because sometimes like, like it, you it's... don't see the things that are happening in the background. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you do. Yeah. You no, nah, it's, it's real. It's bro, so it's... real though. No, nah, I. It, it and and the thing is, is is for me like I I don't I don't know this whole this whole situation as far as. Well, Renee, what was your question? Oh, I, oh, if your partner came yeah. home and told you that they had a, uh, they had a, oh. you know, they found somebody attractive <laughs> and they did not act yeah. on the impulse that they had. I'm sorry, this for I me, yes, like I, 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 yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> not <with> quite. <laughs> no, no, I agree with Danica. Like, the main thing is, is being able to have that conversation, especially for a person like me. I on I initially asked for open and honest, one hundred percent communication. That's literally all I asked for in a relationship. Like open and honest communication. Boom, one hundred. Just be one hundred with me. That's true, one hundred. Mm. So by by saying that, I have to live up to that by having these conversations, no matter how hard or how easy they are. Now 
which is totally up to me as well, right? I don't give a fuck how you deliver it. If you deliver it nice, if you deliver it mean or whatever, I'm still, I'm still entitled and able to react and respond how I want to react. So yes, I will question. Just like you, just like you raised the point. Now we can have a conversation. And then that, like you, you still have a a right to respond and 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 go through like the full range of emotions. Because the thing is, I don't think you should. I don't think you should try to suppress your emotions. I like, don't think suppression be, is be, is necessarily something that you should I, do. I, but I also don't think that you should react in anger to somebody. Exactly. Who's trying exactly. To exactly. But, but that's what I'm saying. Like, See, that's why. But, but, no, but, that's, but that's what I'm saying. Like, like I'm not old enough to have no, some but because I'm be I'm I don't even want to hear it. I'm, I'm gonna keep it real. No, if you but, almost cheated on me, yeah, yo, yeah. don't even tell me, please. But it's not even an almost. Well, it's well, not even an almost. Oh, you it's thought it, but that's, it could have just been a yeah. A but that's the thing. Like it's it's just you. The the I'm emotion crying. is going to be there. Like you, people have to. I I think we have to get to a point where we Make understand that you necessarily you can't control what? your emotions, <laughs> but you can't con- you can't control your emotions, but you can't control how you respond in the situation. That's what makes the emotion. A positive or negative like you're hey look if somebody approaches me saying that i'm gonna feel angry <laughs> as fuck like what the fuck i'm gonna have to calm myself down and then i'm gonna start at like just like caitlin's approach all right so why are you telling me this mm-hmm. first that's the first thing why are you telling me this and then <laughs> what what does no this big mean? facts no, like, i just no, want to no, get like, it that's, what, I, that's exactly why like, I what said, don't, don't, but, don't, but not even not, not even though some don't tell me this shit it's like well, why are you telling me this? And how often have you felt and this? And that's what I'm saying. Like the, it should be a, it should yeah. just be a conversation because the thing is, I'm not saying that <laughs> we should all be out going out and having these feelings. I'm just yeah. saying that they're real and it happens. Yeah. If you are feeling that way and you you are thinking about it, you need to communicate that to your partner. I understand right. being a, like your partner, like I said earlier, everybody is entitled to feel the way that you feel. Mm-hmm. However, there is a difference between responding and reacting. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's the yes. thing is if you're yeah. going to react Absolutely. with anger, that's not going to help the situation. And that may even then push that person to further just act on what they thought because they tried mm-hmm. to be open with you about something that was a real life feeling, and y'all and and that's why and that's why I say it's, don't that's why I say I, don't look, tell me look, you might yeah, just cheat because I tell you right and now look, I'll and be look, sick. okay Yo, okay. It's, it's, okay no 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 it's it's I, just just to end it real quick like the point and but it's it's a real it's a real you're on thin ice because you your delivery has to be one hundred percent you got to have a lead communication you do not. Yo, if you got to be Jordan from elite, elite level. This because if you, but you don't get you there do unless, not, you, unless you have conversations. I, oh, like well, that. you know, I'm not a practice but, Fuck that. but if you do not deliver, if you do not Renee. deliver well and answer, if you do not deliver well and answer all of my questions to the best of your ability, we're going to have some problems because then, like, you you're, sound like a dad. No, no, it's it's real. Cause like now I'm gonna be like, why? What did you do? Uh-huh. What was the first? We gonna have some, some questions. It, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. No, like you know, and and then hey, then then we're gonna have to have the conversation on the flip side. If I go out and see a shorty, I'm gonna come home and be like, well, bro, damn. <laughs> Guess what's about to happen? <laughs> Crank that soldier boy, my nigga. Hey, <laughs> you see that? You're. I'm in the back. Hey, watch, me, watch me roll. That's it. <laughs> That's like, nah, nah. 
But no, I, I completely understand. I completely agree that like a conversation needs to be had. A conversation needs to be had, and it communication is huge in relationships. Period. It, about everything. Everything about everything. Dave, you had another about question everything. that you didn't throw out there. Um, I think no, I think we covered it because I, I was going to have a follow up to what Caitlin was saying about if it if it only happened in, in month two and I'm in month sixty, I wouldn't be mad about the cheat. Me personally, I wouldn't be mad about the cheating. Mm-hmm. I would be mad. Oh, why didn't you talk to me? Why? Wh- what you waited four or five years? Mm-hmm. That that's that's the issue right. now because I'm like four right. or five you years. You should have just shut it else, out. Ha- what else have you told me? Mm-hmm. What what? What else? Can I believe hey, what you so, so, so why now, these conversations need to be had? So for me, you feel so for me with exactly. that part, right? Like, I think it's natural for my for your mind to go there. But if I want this relationship to try to like get to a healthy point, I would have to make a like an actual effort to not do that, not to go into the whole. Well, what else were you lying about? Like, if she told me yeah. this happened at month one and month two, and I've been one hundred hundred with you at the, for the rest of the time, I learned from my mistake. I didn't know you know, how certain I was, mm-hmm. whatever it was. I have to take her word from that because if I don't, this relationship is not going to flourish. And we, 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 then we really wasted five years of our life. And I don't know if I'm willing to throw right. away five years of someone that I believe is my soulmate, my life partner over one incident that happened on, at the way. beginning. Okay. You know what I mean? All right. Glad, well, babe. All right. Glad, well, while, while Dathan is throwing, Throw bitches away. throwing these women away, <laughs> we're going to go ahead and run an ad, okay? We're going to go ahead and take the trash out, okay? Oh, uh, man, yo, we grew right now. Nuts. Dog, we, we ain't no shit, man. Nuts. Mm. We ain't no shit. Niggas are spending their money on bullshit. But that leads into this perfect conversation about black victimization, man. That's wild. <laughs> okay. That is sure Hey, yo. <laughs> how, did, how do you come in both times so oh, hot? My like, God. Real I, was, hot. I was joking. I'm about to start this shit now. Okay. Oh, oh no. You that would have been funny, it. though. You should have. Nah, just keep it. Well, we keep it rolling. Jesus. Who want to bring us back to I the will break? start it off. I will. I will. Uh, hey. Okay. So hey, here's queen. the tea. Listen. <laughs> so we had um, a topic um, idea brought to us by. Um, an avid listener, um, somebody who's loyal to the podcast, and we appreciate them so much. Um, she is at Miss Cooley underscore 86, aka Lakita. Shout out to you. Thank you so much. Um, she sent a video to the podcast page and it asked the question, Do black people play the victim? And I sat through and watched the video, and the answers to the question um was very interesting. It was kind of a mixed bag. There were older and younger um, folks that were in the conversation. A lot of the younger guys were like, nah, we've been through so much. Um, we deserve to play victim. We deserve to to feel the way that we feel. We deserve X, Y, and Z because we've done blah, 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 blah. Um, a lot of the older, um, I guess, panelists, for lack of a better way to put it, uh, were kind of like, yeah, we have experienced X, Y, and Z, but what can we do to push ourselves forward? We owe it to our ancestors. We owe it to the people who've come before us, who pushed before us to fight no matter whether, um, you know, people feel whatever way they do about us. We continue to push forward for the next generation. Um, and it's important to do so. So playing the victim, you know, does nothing but kind of set us back and hold us back. Um, so, Again, she asked a, a very good question. Thought it would be a great idea for us to kind of have that conversation. So I wanted to bring it to y'all. Do you feel that Black people play the victim? 
anybody can kind of start us off. I'm going last on this. I went first on the first second. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm going to hit with Renee. Come on, come on, come on, Gucci. All right, so okay, so all right, so to the answer this is yes or no. I don't think that black people play the victim because I do feel that black people are victims, whether it's victim of circumstance, victim of police brutality, victim of a fucked up criminal justice system, like victim across the board at multiple levels. Now, do I think that people play into that more than they should at times? Absolutely. In the last segment, we were talking about how, um, you know, it, it's unhealthy to kind of hold on to the things of the past and not look forward to the to what we have in store of us. Like, to, it's not it's not healthy to continue to make excuses for behavior or patterns, um, you know, and and use that as a, as a crutch for not flourishing and being the people that we are, and being productive. And I think that happens more often than we really want to address. Like, we know about the systems of oppression in, in, in this country. We know about slavery. We know about all these things and all these factors that work against us. But at the same time, we are living in a very free country where if you want to go to school, you can do that. If you want to, you know, get out of your circumstance, even if you don't have a fucking high school diploma, you could join the military. And I'm not saying that that's what I would do or route, but I'm saying the option is available. There's tons of options for you, regardless of your skin color, to better yourself. And it may take stepping outside of your comfort zone to do that, right? So when I hear people, you know, constantly talk about the the man, right? It's always the man that's the man that, like, I, I, I do at times think it's a crock of shit. Now, there are tons of examples, more examples than we could think of, of when we are a victim. Like, to this day, you know, we still see police. There was a, there was a video today that got released. <clears throat> uh, it was like a 14-year-old. He had like a swish and sweet or some shit. And like the police officer tackled him and was beating the shit out of him. That is, that speaks to a, like a system where black folks have been criminalized and black boys and black girls are often deemed to be older than they actually are. And they're taken advantage of by the system. They're, they're done dirty by police officers and so forth. Like we know those things exist, but on a grand, like on a grand scale, I don't think that we should. I don't think that it it's safe or or it's I'm sorry it's healthy for us to continue to make excuse or to validate our fucked up behaviors on somebody else. At the end of the day, we all have accountability. I mean, we all should be accountable for our actions. We all have the same 24 uh, hours in a day. We all have the same a lot of time. And if I get up earlier than you and I decide to bust my ass, the only fault and the only victim to that is you and the people that depend on you. And you know, I. I view things a little bit differently because I'm a first generation American. So I can look at my parents and I know what poverty is like the poverty that exists in America is not the poverty that my mother grew up in and my father grew up in. Like my mother literally lived in a chicken coop with her nine brothers and sisters. They literally shared two mattresses. They literally had the same outfit. They, you know what I mean? Like, so when I look at how my mother grew up and how she was able to come to America and despite you know, despite the system that she was born into that, which is just as racist as here, able to come, come to America with a different mindset, with the mindset of, you know, I'm going to take the opportunity that I have in front of me and I'm going to sacrifice, sacrifice and sacrifice and try to set my children's life up to live a better life than I did. And I saw her do that. I often take a step back and be like, well, nobody has a fucking excuse. Like, I don't have an excuse to be lazy. I don't have an excuse to not reach my potential because my mother literally, literally beat every fucking odd that was against her. Now, I understand that foreign people, when they come to America, they they have a choice, right? Like they choose to come in and make a better life. And unfortunately, you know, African-Americans, like folks that are from America, don't have, didn't have that choice. Like they were 
you know, were brought to America. And just like my, my family was brought to the islands or brought to wherever, but they still decided to come to America nonetheless. So I, I know, I understand that there's like a, a, like there's some nuance to that, but the reality is when I look at the people that I love and the people that are around me and I see how successful they become despite being born in fucking true poverty, I, I feel like there's nobody in America that, that can make an excuse. You're already born into a system that despite of the racism, there are systems and programs in place for you to do better. And I, and I just don't think that. That you're kind of giving bootstraps right now, though. We can talk about it. I just, I don't like. What, as, what does giving as, bootstraps mean? Like, pull you. You should be able to pull yourself up by your. Uh, no, but I'm, no, no, I, I, that's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is that we don't. At the end of the day, regardless of how anybody feels about the topic, you can better yourself literally if nothing else. Like I said, you can walk down to your local recruiter and be like, "Yo, I'm here. I'm here." Them niggas were, did you know? Did you know? Did you know a lot of uh, military? Uh, they don't accept GEDs anymore. I don't know nothing about that. I ain't in the military, but at one yeah. point they did, though, right? They did, but okay, they, so, they changed uh, it now. Let's, so, so we, let's say, let's, so when did they change that shit? Like within the last couple um, of years? It was almost a decade ago. Okay, so ten years. So at ten years ago, I was what fucking what twenty twenty one. Okay, okay, but, what, so, but what about that? But what about that eighteen-year-old kid that didn't graduate from high school and decided to get his GD like now? And now he's like, "Well, dang, there's really nothing else that I." Can. We gotta do a little bit you know, more research this, into this. this. I, I, I got. I don't. I we gotta do some research. I need to see that shit in front of me because I don't know. No, my my brother. So my brother joined the army. Yeah. Um, he got his GD mm-hmm. and was able to join the army, and they changed it right after he enlisted. To not be able to accept them. Okay. They may have changed. Gotcha. I just, it, they, it, and it's not all. Yeah. Of, all branches of, or whatever. Yeah, it's not gotcha. all branches. But at least one um, does. Maybe the Navy. All right, so let's maybe just, the Marine okay, Corps. So even then, you even know, then there's either, one, right? But either way, like, all, I, I, all I, I was saying that just to say, like, as much as you are right for some people, especially you being, uh, you know, first generation, you have a different perspective as far as Absolutely. your parents and I, and I are understand concerned. That. And I, that's why I said right. I, I view I things just, differently because, once again, they made a choice to come here and they made a choice to come here f- to sacrifice for myself. And if they, if I see them do it, I'm going to tell you right now, I, do, I just can't see how anybody can make an excuse. That's just me. But poverty exists here. It, it, and extreme it, poverty exists. And there's also, as you mentioned, there the are poverty that we have in America is not like poverty that we have in third world countries. Like, like I, I just don't sure. think that's not even an argument to me. But it also, it's not your place to say, though, because it does still exist. It may not exist in the way that you think it to be because of, you know, of your exposure to third world countries. But the thing is, you have to think about these people who are actually in these situations. They don't know any fucking better. They know that where they are in, in the country that they're in, that they're probably treated they're, they're probably treated the shittiest because of their, their, their circumstances. I'm not saying that you're wrong by any means. I just want it to be like actually address that your perception of pro- poverty does not actually mean that it's not as bad as it could be. That's it. That's all I'm saying. So to my rebuttal to that is once again, there are programs in America where despite how, right. your level of income, you can still get fed at night. Right. But there's still, there's so, still people who don't have access to those resources. I think uh, they, they, the resources exist, but that doesn't mean that they they have access to them. And you could say that as simply as simply as I'm sorry, Caitlin. Something as simply like as in the in in the very the very 
county that I live in, they offer these classes for these kids since they don't have school. But who's to say that the kid that lives in the western part of the county who doesn't have access to the internet, who doesn't have an iPad at home or a computer or whatever, may not even know that exists because they don't have, though it, it, it's there and it's, it's available for everybody, it doesn't mean that that person knows about it to be able to take advantage of it because they're not given the tools that they need to be able to get there. Not everybody is going out to these, these certain communities as much as I would love for them to be in all communities. Mm-hmm. We know very damn well that they are not. But does the program exist? The programs exist, but the resources don't so, to, get so, the pro- what, to get to the resources. But my the, the original, programs. but what I was saying, my point was, regardless of knowledge or not, the programs exist in America. What I'm talking about is from a place where the programs literally don't exist. That's what I'm talking. That's what I was saying. Well, yeah, there's, there's obviously yeah. it's a huge difference, but we also still in that same breath have to acknowledge that resources exist and people don't always have oh, access for to For sure. Them. No, no, I yeah. know that. I know that for sure. But what I'm talking I, about I, is, I, I, it, yeah, you're these just, things literally not exist. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. And, yeah. 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 But that's just not the reality in the United States. Right. The, rea- the reality is, is that shit does exist for people and either people are blocked from it because they're, they're because their circumstance. Yep. Yeah. Their communities are not funded. For sure. The circumstances, all that. I just wanted to say that out loud. Oh yeah. No, nah, for sure. The way that, the way that. that it was coming off as much as I know that you don't mean it to is coming off very much. So as like, the well, it's there. To- get it. Do yeah. It. When do better. And that's not the case. <laughs> but, but yeah. Uh, yeah, but you know, like he was, I, I think, the the main point is is that and and me also having you know a, a father who you know came here from Jamaica the infrastructure in the United States and I think this is more what Geechee was trying to say the infrastructure in the United States is way more advanced way more uh, giving and way more beneficial to the greater population now oh, for sure may you know each individual is each individual capable or able to take advantage of it no. But for the greater good, it is, um, you know, because I know in Jamaica, and God, no, yeah, that's, you know, I mean, that's I, valid. It, it is what it is, you know, so and in a lot of these other places as well that and that's why for people who do come here from other countries, they have that mindset of, all right, well, I'm, I'm coming from a place where there is literally no opportunity, whereas now. There is some. There's a it's little. A, it's sliver. a land. It's literally you know, a land. There, there's. That's why they say the, the land of opportunity. There, there is a moment. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, a point of opportunity. So, you know, I, I get it from that point as well. But I do also get. You know, like I said, my girlfriend works with 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 homeless people. Literally, she's a social worker. So, <laughs> I it I I I see it through her stories. And I, well, I hear it through her stories and I can also visualize it like those people just don't have access to resources. And mm-hmm. it's, it's sad because I'm, I'm, of course, I have access to resources. I'm sitting there like, well, why don't they, they do, why don't, why don't they just do this? Why don't they just do that? But like when you're in that situation and not to say that, you know, I've been in that situation or whatever, but I've, I've, I've been through tough times and that's the only way I can like use my experience to relate. Because when you're in tough mm-hmm. times, it's really hard for you to like make a move. See anything else? You know, but I think, but I think we're getting away from the conversation that the, the question, right? Because and, if you're, I don't consider homelessness. That is not a like that is not victimhood. That's not like the, a victim mentality to me. You know what I mean? Like that's something completely different than I think what we're talking about. I think I thought the the conversation was more about the everyday person that moves around Earth that may have. 
that have accesses but does not go about like actually trying to get them and sitting back and, and making um, the excuse let, of well they're not like, going to so get wait, them anyway. Or, can, can, so wait, can you explain it? So wait, so here's the thing, and this is honestly this is what I was going to ask because when I heard play the victim, I've asked other people like what exactly does play the victim right. mean? Because when I think of play the victim like when i hear being a victim and playing a, a victim is obviously two different things two different, right? two different things yes. yes um so when it comes to playing the victim in my mind it is again that lack of accountability it is the well they should have done this and, and you that's know what that i thought I, we were talking about yeah i immediately went to like the corporate but, life like when, right. when i so don't get a so deal. I guess that's kind of what I what I want to know at, as of this point. So that way we can really kind of talk about, because again, to in my mind, it's, and that's kind of what everybody was talking about was that it was this everyday individual that's like, all right, well, there's a cop here and they might pull me over and I got to like do all this extra stuff. And I know that they're going to do X, Y, and Z. And that's, playing you know what i mean that's playing the victim mm-hmm. instead of taking responsibility for the fact that like nigga you was driving fast my g like you know what i'm saying like that that's my that was my thought process in the whole playing the victim piece so when y'all heard play the victim did y'all think about the disparities between you know impoverished individuals or was it just that like what, what was when i heard playing the victim that's why i answered the way i answered because I know and I recognize that there are people that are literally born into very fucked up circumstances that have a very, very small window of opportunity to get out of that circumstance. To me, that is not playing a victim that you you are a victim, mm-hmm. unfortunately, to society, society that, that does not give a fuck about you. When I hear playing a victim, I'm thinking about the nigga that's in a barbershop that makes excuses for not finding a job because he's not out there actually going out to put applications in or his go-to is, well, them niggas ain't going to hire me anyway. Or you already know they don't like black people over there. Like that is to me is what playing the victim is not hold like not like having accountability for your actions and dumping it on race and where it's not necessarily always like that. That's what I think. That's why I say that we don't have an excuse. Like if you have internet access and you have a like, a, a means you can make a way. That's why I answered the way I did originally. I, just, I guess I just and, tough. My mother, and my mother's a social worker as well, and she works with all the kids. Like so, I understand both sides of the. I'm like, saying I, I think it's story, I think it's more nuanced than it than it, it actually like. Let's say, for example, there's your perception of what somebody playing the victim is, right? It's just some nigga just saying whatever he wants to say for the sake of saying it. Mm-hmm. Who is to say? That there is not something that happened to him, some kind of trauma mm. that was race-related, made him feel as though he was being oppressed because of who he is in this country. Who's yeah. to say that that would not have rolled over to his complete ideal, like, just of life as a whole? And I just think that's what I—I'm not necessarily saying that you're wrong, um, because I do think that there are truths to that, and I think that that is a thing. But when I think of of people saying that black people play the victim or somebody is playing the victim, I think of it as coming from me just per- just personally, like me saying that somebody looking from the outside in is telling somebody that they're playing the victim. That but you have wrong. you have no fucking clue. Mm-hmm. You know, I hear. I, I stand by that statement. I want to say that as a black person in America, I am a victim. Fuck it. Period. <laughs> I am a victim because no matter what 
I the, the system is it, it, and it's so foreign to talk it's so foreign to say this to a non-black person and to get them to understand it because they don't live it. The mm-hmm. system is designed to give you opportunity but just enough but not too much. Mm-hmm. To, they give you enough that they want to give you. You you don't have the you don't have complete control over your destiny. It's like you have God and then you have this other invisible hand that's telling you, all right, we're only going to allow you to make it this high. And that's it. But does that stop you from aiming? It doesn't stop you from aiming, but it stops you. Period. It, so it, it can it like 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 you were saying, like that window of opportunity, like at, once you a, a lot of women talk about it in the corporate place, like uh, the uh, the invisible glass, glass ceiling, ceiling. Mm-hmm. Right, right. like. You can aim as high as you want, right? But you 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 can literally work yourself to death and never and put up the best numbers and never get to your goal because you're black. You're black and mm-hmm. a lot of the time you're a woman too. Ne- yes. A woman and nepotism usually is the only thing that gets nepotism you, is that gets but, you that far into but, success. But I think we I think we all acknowledge that and we all know that exists and there's no denying any of that. My issue is when I hear people give up and when I hear people it, say, because it, of this, I'm not going to tr- try my best to achieve. And, I'm, I'm going to let and, I'm going to I'm going to let my dreams just die but, and put but, them to the side. But, because but like, of it's, this it's, it is. It, but it's hard. It's it, and everybody's built differently. But I like I agree with you on that. Like me, mm-hmm. you know, me. like, fuck it. I'm going to get there. I don't whatever. My bad. I'm going to get there. But. <laughs> But there are some people, and it makes sense. If you know you can't get past level 90, fuck it, I'm going to stop right now and chill. That's, and I think that's kind of, <laughs> you know, but that's, no, but that's real life. And close, like, and just like, by the way. I, I think about, like, I think about that's my, a, that's my a, that's dad's, my dad's mentality. Side of I can't, I can't vibe with it, that. But it, but it, I, it, I, 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 sorry, go ahead, Danny. I was just sorry. saying, it, it makes me think of people in my own family. There are people in my own family who were, for just to be completely transparent, my grandparents, my grandparents are some of, and I, I know this sounds like everybody says about their grandparents. My pa- grandparents are some of the best, hardest working people that I have ever met in my life. My granddad has worked three jobs before he passed away, that type of shit. Like, and the thing is, is that when you are fighting for so long just to be able to and sit like, at the table, to, yes, have a seat. You, and you are, don't get to see you're fucking yeah. you are fucking complacent which is getting to like right above the shittiest life that you lived and you're fine with it you're okay with coasting and i don't i can't fault anybody for feeling that way because of what has happened to them and the things that have been done to them just because they're fucking black like, well, we also got to acknowledge they come from a, a de- that's a different, that's a different time period. Even, yes, and even though some of those systems, a lot of those, a lot of those systems still exist, but we also have to acknowledge that there's more opportunities now. Yes. No, no, they're, they they're, My they're, grandmother I, was born in 1922. Bro. Okay, so like, my I, grandparents I, I, aren't that old. <laughs> that's a, well, she's gone now, but what I'm saying is my grandmother was born in 1922. When she was 31 years old that I am, that was fucking, what, in the 1950s? I have to acknowledge that at me at 31 years old, I have far more opportunities than my grandmother did when she no, was right, out. Yes, right, right, right. Like, and they and they had far more They had far more opportunities than the than people prior. There are I, absolutely I, we get yeah. that. And I this, just don't think that we realize that there are still then even more things that have been put into place to the fuck us up now. The but system, who doesn't who doesn't acknowledge that? I'm just we, saying, like 
No, but, as, but, as much but that's, as you're that's saying the thing. That things it's, are different, it still exists. They're not. They're not. Yes, it's different, but, but, but it's still the, the same. The only. Shit but what ways. I'm. What I'm. No. What I'm saying is simply this. We know these barriers are in place, but at the same time, now we have the internet. We don't have to depend on what fucking goes on here. If I'm a businessman and I want to start a business, I don't have to just focus on America. All right, right, so, Nation, I, right. so that was it's not a so organization, was... but what I'm saying is I have a network and I can leverage the opportunities that I currently have to better myself. And Absolutely. I don't like when people continue to say that it does not exist. If you want to be fucking great, guess what? You get up every fucking day like the rest of us do and bust your ass. And, and you fight through those barriers despite them being you have to fight. You cannot just give up. You cannot lay down yeah. and say the world, Look, I am defeated. I just can't fuck with that. I can't. Yo, and I don't want, I, I can't. I can't. Renee, I agree with you 100%, bro. Like, you you know I get you. You know I get you. But I, I also understand this. Networking is everything. And I also understand that at the top of the totem pole, when where all the money is, where people are investing and people are providing you with the the actual physical space, let's say if you're a podcast to record or um, if you're Issa to to sign to a, a, a deal or a record label or, you know, start your own business to lease a building. I, yo, white, they're white. Those people offering you the money are white. Those for people sure, sure. who are investing in you are white. So guess what? At the end of the day, when you sign a contract, you have to give up a certain amount of your rights. You do. And that that to me is the ultimate like we that 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 to me is just the ultimate catch 22, because no matter how how hard you work, no matter how far you get in life, you always have to be pulled up by by a white person. You do. And and that's the sad thing about it. Like, well, it, I mean, they are the majority in in, in the country. Like, it it is. I what just, it is. you know, like, I honestly like when it all boils down to it. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say this. I am one of the hardest fucking working people that I know. That's just the reality of the situation. That is, it is what it is. Maybe I took those traits from my grandparents. I've busted my ass for so many years, so many years, just to get to a better place. I have come to the realization, especially within my last job, it does not matter how fucking hard that I work. If I don't know the right people and if I don't whiten myself up, I am not going to get any further in the company that I work for because they don't give a fuck. They see me as the one black girl. And it's like, oh, Danica, you're so great. You know, you're so you're so opinionated. You You feel a demographic that needs to be filled in order for the company to look successful. I bust my ass. And there are people who are fucking mediocre. And this is not just, I don't want to say it's just for the means of like a corporate, like the corporate setting. I also think this is because I'm a black girl that I'm treated this way. And because Danica, whatever. Let me ask you, sorry to cut you off, but yeah. let me ask you this question. Sure. During critique at your old job, during critique, what was the one, what, what were some of the things that they told you you need to work on? Um, people were intimidated by me because I did my job too well. Um, because... <laughs> <laughs> I was, I, I tried to, I applied to try to be a lead of a team. And that was some of the feedback that I got was that I was too intimidating. Um, people were scared to ask me for help. Um, even though I always presented myself as being able to do so. You? Um, me? The, 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 <laughs> usual, the and, usual shit that they say about and, like, but, like, but, look, but the problem is, is that somebody that, who didn't deserve the job, even though I had been a manager in a previous role, had the experience 
had like, I was the best performing person on that team. Mm -hmm. They hired somebody else to take that job because of the fact of the matter was, is that they did not want to see somebody like me being able to lead a team of a whole bunch of white people. And literally, literally, that's the point. Like to me, that is the, the greatest point. I get the, I, across all of my jobs, I get the same feedback every time. And it always comes back to presentation, presentation, how you present yourself. You can flip it. Hey, just like we were saying in the first segment, you can say it a nice way. You can say mm-hmm. it a harsh way. Look, at, no, the end of the day, at the end of the day, I can't change the fact that I'm black. I pull up, yeah. I present myself. I'm black. <laughs> You're yeah. telling me to work on my presentation. Danica's intimidating because she's black. Danica, what I haven't seen her hurt anybody ever. <laughs> but 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 my thing like is ever. but my thing is despite that feedback, despite you getting this whole presentation thing, you still take pride in what you do. Yes, but you still get that's still I'm talking to Dathan. I'm Nathan. just saying oh, though in that oh. space, so I just wanted to before like he can definitely yeah, answer, yeah. but I just want to say like I still would be considered a victim. I would people yeah, would yeah. say people no, would but, say but, that but, I'm yeah, victimized. That's the point. That, but the, I know that is not playing victim. But people might say that I am. That's 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 the thing. That's because on the the flip side to that, they can say, well, I wasn't talking about the fact that you were black. I was saying that, Uh you know, you you weren't talking about you talking about about white people answering. We're not fucking talking about them. We talking about what are we talking about? We talking about (laughs) black people. We're talking about black people amongst ourselves playing like we're talking about our community. correct? No, it's just do black people play victim, period. Period. I don't think we play victim. I don't. I like like. And and small okay across the board. If we're talking like you know in general, we don't. No. In certain situations, yeah. like if you if you use like the barbershop example, oh absolutely, people people use cops cop outs cop outs. Yes, people use cop yes. outs all the time For their failures, because yes. because of their failures because yes. of their laziness. But I as, as me and my experiences and because of who I am, because Renee, I'm just like you. Like I'm not going to sit here. And just take, all right, my presentation is the issue. Fuck it. All right. I'm I'm gonna still get past you. I'm Absolutely. gonna still work to get there. And with me, because I don't take that, I, I recognize I'm the victim, but then I do get mad at a lot of people who are black. And I tell you that all the time. Like I get mad at my friends because they sit sometimes they sit here and I'm like, yo, why aren't you working? Like you're you you don't have the luxury to chill. And most of the time I don't yell at them because I feel like they're playing the victim. I yell at them because, yo, I set goals for myself. If I'm not working towards my goals, then I'm, I don't feel like I am being successful or I'm living a, a happy life. For me, achieving goals is, is, is something that makes me happy. So that's what I work towards. Also, on top of that fact, like, if, damn, I'm about to lose my train of thought. Wow. <laughs> Well, just to piggyback, that's why when I answered the question initially, I said no, because we know people of color, black folks, whatever, we are victims in this country. We know all of the things that have been set up to fuck us over and to make sure that they's only we can only get a couple of crumbs from here or there. But my my what my thought process was is simple, that I'm not going to allow that to stop me from trying to achieve it. I'm not going to allow that to make me sit on my couch all fucking day and look at the world pass me by while I continue to point my finger at the man and the man and the man. Like I just, 
I'm not going to allow myself to ever get into that defeated mindset. And you're right, Danica. Who am I to say that anybody else can't be in that space? I'm no better than the next man. But if we're talking about me, Renee Cadigan, that shit is not going to fucking happen. It, it just could never happen that hey. way because I know that I have a, a I have this purpose and I have to live up to that and I have to fulfill that. You know what I mean? And I'm just not going to use somebody else's wrongdoing for me to say, well, that's the reason why I can't do it. It's, it's so, just no. So, Kayla, I'm going to answer your question straight up. Mm-hmm. Do black people play, play the victim? Yes, mm-hmm. we play the victim. Do mm-hmm. black pe- are black people the victim as well? Yes, I absolutely. Have that too. And mm-hmm. and I can I can I agree with most of what was said because I play the victim too sometimes. Look, I get ahead, shit. Fuck. You know, <laughs> shit. If if motherfuckers want to give me an extra raise because I'm black, well, guess what, boy? You you know, I'm dark right, skinned. Would you, you know like to I mean? see my hair when it's wet? <laughs> you you feel me? We've all been in situations where we did not get something because we know we were black. Hey, but I, I but I got I got scholarships to school because I was the token. Straight. Yeah. I just I guess Straight. I guess what I was just trying to bring into perspective is like there are people who and I know you know this, like there are people who work hard. There are people that that do everything that they can do. But sometimes you, you hit your cap, bro. You hit your Mm -hmm. cap. And after years and years and years, I'm going to be like, like, I'm going to be real with y'all. I was working hard, working hard, exhausting myself to the point where I drove myself into a depression because I did not feel great about what was going on in my life. And it goes to show like, I'm, I'm a mode. I try to be a motivated person, but I, I became somebody who was not motivated because of my mental health because of the fact that I felt constantly picked out for one single reason and you get discouraged. Yeah. I think that is an honest um, emotion and it's not one that is um, not felt by many. I think what happens a lot of times, and I think, I think it's important because we need the motivation. We need to be able to move forward. We need to be able to say, nah, we're not going to sit down. We're not going to, not continue to push forward but people do get tired tired. you know what i'm saying like if you get hit over and over and over and over again and you don't feel like there's an opportunity for you to be able to push forward it's not that you're necessarily quitting but some people need a minute up against them ropes to like breathe catch their breath lick their wounds whatever the case may be. And some people pick up and are able to jump right back in the fight and some people aren't and it's not to say that it but is the best yeah. way to handle it, but it's th- that's their choice. And unfortunately, like we want all of our brothers and sisters to just like, come on, y'all, we got to do this. We got to <laughs> be the best people that we can possibly be. But we have to be realistic and understanding that like, this is a real thing. And it's unfortunate. It's something that I wish we never had to deal with. Um, I believe that we are victims and I believe that we do be playing a victim because we know yeah. <laughs> there are certain instances where we know we play, you know what I'm saying? Um, but at the same time, I think it's, it's also important to, I don't know. I'm, I'm just, a type I just of person to I just, not necessarily cut ourselves slack, but be honest. Right. With how and, we feel. and I think, and I think what, what our ancestors did that we should try to do in general mm-hmm. is they use the things that happened to them, the things that they saw happen to, to propel them mm-hmm. forward. And I think that is mm-hmm. just the biggest thing to me. Yes, we know the things that go on in the corporate America. We know the things that happen in the workplace. We know that 
you know, no, like you said, you can put in 20 years of work, but you won't get your one little promotion just to check a little box. Like we, we know that those are possibilities, but sometimes you got to use that anger and you got to use mm. that frustration to, to, to put into something else. So maybe, yeah. maybe that job that you worked for five years that wasn't giving you shit, maybe it's time for you to just say, you know what, fuck it. I'm up and quit. And I'm, I'm going to take my experiences, my knowledge that I learned here and I'm going to use it to create my own organization. I'm going right. to create my own shop, like whatever it is, like, we have to look at the negative and try to b- box that shit all together and figure out how we can use that to better I just honestly ourselves. just don't feel like that's a realistic expectation of people. I, so, I, I, I don't agree with that. Because I, don't mental, agree with that. because I do think that mental health comes into play. And I think a lot of people do not actually take that into consideration in, in these kinds of things. I, look, I, I cannot, can I say something yeah, real quick? Of course. And, oh. and, and this is, this is off of something. I think all three of you hit on that. It brought a word to my mind. Navigation and well, two words. Navigation. You got words all night. Tonight. Navigation. Oh, what was that word? Monogam- <laughs> I don't remember what he said earlier, but this man <laughs> is on. I'm gonna say monogamous. Monogamous relationship. Monogamous, nigga. Monogamous. You did not no, say that. You, you fumbled, baby boy. I did. I you fumbled, fumbled. first, and then I cleaned Monog- it up. Cleaned it up. Monog- Monog- but, do, do, do. Navigation <laughs> and what? Navigation and what? Na- navigation and adaptation. Okay. For me and and Renee. I think to get to your point, you know, um, our ancestors did use a lot of the negativity in their circumstances to propel them forward. But it also took them significant time to Mm -hmm. to get even to where we are now. And we obviously we living now still have a a long way to go. Mm -hmm. But my one hit on black people is that a lot of people do not. A lot of people do not, they do not, they do not navigate situations effectively. Now, there is a time to take a break, but in taking a break, taking a break should not hinder you, hinder your progress. Taking a break should allow you re- time to not only recharge, but move forward. And that's what I think people are lacking. I think now I'm hitting on more of what Renee was saying yeah. earlier, like, you know, you, you gotta you got you just gotta keep going if you see your goals just, you gotta keep going and i i i agree in that regard because navigation look you can go front back forth whatever you want to go but as long as you're taking steps towards your goal now sometimes you may have to take a step back in order to move forward but do not lose sight of where you need to be and that's what I think a lot of black people do. Mm. They lose sight of where they need to be. Now, yo, I I get it. You've been doing something for the longest. You or, you know, you've been at a certain certain situation where you feel like you're getting to the ceiling. Now, I know me. I don't even like to argue. So mm. at a point where seriously, at kidding. a point I'm just where kidding. I'm just kidding. No, no, realize at, at you know I do it on the podcast all day. But that's going back and forth. I ain't arguing with y'all, but I'm talking about like that anger, you know, that negative arguing. At a point where if I'm at my job and I feel like I'm at a glass ceiling, I'm out. That that mm-hmm. job to me is not. I encourage black people, especially in the corporate workplace, move. Bruh. If, if if you need more money, get up and go. go. If you're at, like, I just like, y'all know it's not that easy. That's it. It's not. It's I'm not. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm. What I'm saying is navigate, 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 navigate. Put your efforts not into 
anything else but navigating forward towards your goal. Now, it's not, it's definitely not easy to switch a job, but there are resources out here, especially if you've had a job and already have a job that you're not moving up. Like I, me, I've experienced more people that are at a job and are unhappy and are not, and I get it. You are unhappy, but the thing is, is that you're not making moves now to make yourself happy. It's just like in everyday life. If you don't like where you are currently, figure it out. Figure it out by now developing a plan of action, a solution towards getting you to where you wanted to be. Danica said she was dealing with depression. She went to therapy. That's figuring it out. But that's yes, taking. I just want to just, just in that in that space though. I don't want people to think that I had I had went to therapy because oh, I got to the point where I didn't know what else to do, and also. I have been to the point where I have considered committing suicide. And the only reason why I have not is because I have kids. Not everybody is in the same position as me. They're my, not every, they're, not they're, everybody's in the same position, but what else did you do anything? And that's, did and you that's do me. anything? Did you do anything else before therapy, before you went to therapy to try to, to try to better your situation? No. Because I was so depressed, it didn't matter. But what he's okay. saying is that you recognized it and you decided to make the change. I didn't, even but the thing were, is, is that I didn't, I didn't fully recognize it until... You came to your wit's end. Until I, 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 literally, I literally broke, I broke down. I start, my, my work performance started struggling. My mm. interactions with humans started struggling. I realized that I was not being a good person. I realized I was losing chunks of my memory and couldn't actually recall certain things. There were people telling me, Danica, like, are you okay? You're, you're disengaged. Like, this is not like you. So I had mm-hmm. lots and lots of cues to tell me, like, things were not right. And it's only because of the outside influences. If I, if I had isolated myself and not had done anything or talked to anybody about it, people wouldn't have known. And that's my mm-hmm. thing. It's just like, I just want there to be, as much as I can agree with you guys to a certain extent, I want there to be a, an, like, an actual realization and acknowledgement of the fact that not everybody is able just to pick up where they left off and just keep going up. It doesn't fucking work that way. Sometimes it you, just doesn't. You, I, I hear you. I, I hear you, but my, my, what I'm going to say to this is you made the decision to better yourself. You got to a point where you were, you literally had, you got to, you got to your glass ceiling, just similar. Wits and glass ceiling, you got to your stopping point. You were able to realize it and you chose to navigate in order to get yourself forward. That that's all I'm saying. It's right. not all about just like I'm I'm not literally saying literally you gotta just keep going forward. Right. No, I'm just but saying it's not not everybody it's, is gonna be able to do it, is all I'm saying. And, mm-hmm. Hey, and I look, the hardest thing I learned is that especially during this coronavirus, yo, for real, for real. Charles Darwin natural selection. <laughs> a lot of people going outside. Drinking bleach. Hey, listen. I'm not even trying to joke. You. That's real. There, there, there's, there's. Maybe you don't even like the same life, air with them people. There, there are things beyond your control. <laughs> there are things beyond your control. Oh, and that, I, that I think, yeah. yeah, there, there are things it's, that are. Okay. No, I get it. Go I, ahead. Go ahead because nah, I have a question. I'm just saying there are things that are beyond your control that you, you, you know, they, they affect you. Yeah. Great. Me, I'm going to focus on the things that I can't control. Because guess what? Me as well. I've Similar situation. <laughs> hit rock bottom. Hit mentally, physically. Hit it. Hit it. 
And at that moment of realization, that's when it's like, oh, shit, who are you? That, that, that's like Lion King moment, Mufasa <laughs> in the clouds. Remember who that's you are type shit. Real loud. Because guess what? <laughs> guess what? Just like in the last segment, we were talking about traumatic experiences. Sometimes, yes, in reality, and this is the, most of the time, you don't recognize something until you have that traumatic experience. And you've been kind of denying it. Like, oh, now you recognize I wasn't being myself or I wasn't feeling myself. Hindsight, because you had been feeling it. And now you just realize because of that traumatic experience. Now it's like, and that once you reach that realization, that defines who you are. Because then you make the decision to say, all right, I'm I'm able now. I'm 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 here. I I realize it. I'm aware. I can't fault you when you're not aware. That's that's not what we're doing. I don't think that's what we're doing. But when you are aware, now how do you move? Because that's how I'm gonna grade your character. When you are aware that you can make a difference in your life, now I'm gonna judge you. When you are aware that you can change something in your life, then you better change it. Mm. Because then I'm going to judge you if you're just sitting there not changing it. And it, sounds like a, it sounds like accountability all over yeah. again. Um, so, really quickly, because I'm interested to find out from you guys, I mean, yeah, what your thoughts are. Um, say that there's somebody that's listening, right, that is in this place of they're using this time in quarantine to really kind of figure things out. They've not quite hit rock bottom, but they're struggling. Maybe they have lost their job or their job is up in the air or they still have their job and they feel like they're at their wit's end and they're working, 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 and they're not feeling respected as, um, you know, a, a black person, but, you know, within their respective um, jobs, whatever. What would you say would be like three tips to, um, push past the stronghold right of being in whatever space that they're in in order to navigate y'all said navigate a lot um so to navigate <laughs> I, I, towards thank their you. home I don't, I don't, so if listen it's a word i Go got ahead. i don't got three tips but i will say this i i love and i appreciate black women because black women to me are the most go-getters we have on the face of this earth black women are historically have the had the worst things that we've ever seen happen to people happen to them. We know that in corporate America, black women are the slowest to to fucking get promoted, but they're the fastest to you know graduate with degrees. And you know we they often lead the charge, but a lot of times their names get lost in the shuffle. But I off always see black women make a way, man. It's not a day that goes by that I don't see a black a black woman on Instagram selling some shit, whether they selling plates, they creating this. I saw a black girl recently. She's doing a um, she's doing a virtual seminar for IT professionals, like all this creative shit. And I'm like, yo, black women are finding ways to push through. Black women are finding ways to say, you know what? Fuck the man. If y'all don't want me in place A, I'm going to go and find place B. And place B might be my own. I might own place B, like place B. So my biggest tip is just don't be afraid, man. Like find somebody that, you may find like you can look up to for some motivation or whatever, but don't be afraid. Don't get comfortable. Like if after this Corona shit goes down, maybe going back to work is something that you need to necessarily rush and go do. If you've been having trouble there for all this time, being away from Corona is not going to magically make that shit better. Maybe it's an opportunity for you to take a step back and really do some some fucking reflection and say, where do I want to be? 
And how do I get there? What are the, the pieces or what are the steps that I could take now to start getting myself there? Who can I maybe model some of like model some of my behaviors after? You know what I mean? Like when I left my company, man, and Nathan knows this, you don't, I had so many fucking people call me like, yo, yo, I, I've been thinking about it for a while or, you know, what was some of the reasons that I'm like, bro, flat out. I know that I work for the man. I'm just the body and I'm going to use them the same way that they use me for every single opportunity, whether I want to get training from here. And I know that it's not going to be a free, this company Guess what? I'm going to go to that company and I'm going to use them motherfuckers for that free training. I'm going to get out of there and I'm going to leverage that shit for a better opportunity. You know what I mean? Like I, I just, I, I, I'm, I will do what I have to do and put the pieces together. You know what I mean? And the best way that I do that, I often just take a step back. I write down or I list, you know, I list out the things that I want to accomplish in a year. And I start, like I said, I start looking at people that I can maybe model some of their steps after I could kind of, you know, look at them for motivation and say, well, if they did it, you know, what are some tips that maybe I could, uh, you know, take from the way that they got this? So I might reach out to them. I might network. I might, le- like you said, leverage the the fucking networking opportunities that we have in front of us to kind of pick their brand and just ask them, what are some of the steps that they take? You know what I mean? So my biggest thing is one, don't be afraid. Um, you know, put your name out there, network, use like little, like shit, like LinkedIn and shoot people a message. Like, Hey, I see that you're a programmer. Um, you know, I've been trying to get into programming for the last five years. You know, what were some of the things that you took? What are some of the steps that you took? Like, just don't be afraid. I think that oftentimes, and I witnessed this, and this is no, this ain't even something that I need to debate. I came from a big four consultant firm. We had all the opportunities in front of us, but being black, we are often like not welcomed in certain spaces and we've always been filled uh, we've always been made to feel like we're not welcome in certain spaces so we're just not even going to go to the space sometimes we got to get out got get out get out of our comfort zone and say you know what I don't give a fuck if I'm the only black person in that room. I'm going to go and I'm going to come in there with a list of questions and I'm going to stand up and I'm going to raise my hand and I'm going to be articulate and I'm going to ask these people the questions that I need to ask them. I'm going to go around and I'm going to get these cards. I'm going to go around and I'm going to introduce myself. Like so you have to shake shit up sometimes. In order to, uh, you know, you have to shake shit up just to move forward. And I think sometimes we're just afraid of doing that. And I just want us in general to just break out of that mentality. Like, yes, it may be uncomfortable. Yes, it's not something that we're used to doing, but you have to do it. It's not our world. We didn't set it up that way, but we're here. And we got to play. You got to play all fucking four quarters. You have to. And that's why I said originally, yes, we are victims. Yes. We do play to victimization, but no, I would never be a victim of my circumstance. I would never allow myself to get there because I know that this shit was not set up for me in the first place. So therefore, I'm going to shake shit up and I'm going to make myself uncomfortable to get to where I need to be. And that's and that's where I bow out this conversation. Y'all niggas got go ahead and carry it. Go ahead, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I hate to be like, I hate I hate to be I'm not because I'm not anti at all. I just think that from my perspective, I look at things differently. And I think that (laughs) the advice that I would give would be the complete opposite of what Renee just, what Renee just said. But I think just to be clear, I think it's important to have, because there may be people that think just like Renee. Right. No, I I, think just like you. That's what I'm saying. I completely, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying Renee is wrong at all. I'm just saying. Yeah, no, no. I just mean it's important for you to say what you got to say because there's people that are going to think like you. Yeah. So I, I would say, like, don't, do don't place expectations on yourself don't like there are a lot of people who do what they can do within the means that they can do it and that is just one of those things like survival in a lot of spaces in my life 
was all that I was worried about. I'm not worried about necessarily getting to the next notch up because if I can survive that day, then I'm good. Because if I survive, that means my kids survive. And if I'm able to find spaces where I can actually move up, or if I can even make a lateral move that's going to allow me to be able to move up, then I'll find it when it happens. But I'm not going to sit there and put it in my mind, Danica, you're not doing well enough because that is what I beat myself up about. I berate myself as a mom. I berate myself as a, as, as an actual employee. I berate myself as a person because I don't give myself enough fucking credit. And I realize that is not the greatest thing, but the thing is that's the reality of the situation. And in a lot of those spaces, then I place, if I'm placing these fucking expectations on myself, I'm going to disappoint myself. And I feel like Dathan and I had a conversation about this in different contexts at different times. I don't place expectations because sometimes just getting through the day is it is the it is the like the number one prize. And that is just the way that I look at things. And as much as I would like to be that person who's constantly a go-getter, I know I'm not because like I said, I bust my ass just to meet the bare minimum sometimes or be seen to meet, meet the bare minimum. And that sometimes that's good enough for me because that means that I can move on to the next day and hopefully it will be a better day. So it, I just I, I just feel like the way that I, that the way that I'm structured, the way that my, my brain works is me being the person that I am. I've placed expectations on myself and that's what drives me into having terrible mental health. Like, like I said, berating myself, making myself feel bad about things that are out of my control. And I just feel like sometimes you just got to let that shit go to the wind. And you, if that means that you're, if you are coasting, then you're coasting. And that doesn't mean you have to go up or down. As long as you're you're meet, you're meeting that that baseline and that foundation that allows you to move to the next day in a way in which you're not actually like plummeting, then sometimes that's good enough. And mediocrity, as much as we hate it, a lot of people a lot of people are okay with just meeting that. And in a lot of spaces in my life, if I can meet media mediocrity as far as my salary is concerned or my house or whatever, then so be it. Because the fa- the fact of the matter is, is like. I've, I've been, I've had less than I've fucking struggled. I've had government assistance, you know, like I, there are things that I've, I've actually had to go through as a means of like, just trying to make it. And sometimes Mm. that's just enough. (laughs) So as much as I would like to be like you guys and have that, like that one extra step, like you can always do better. Sometimes it's just not, it's just not worth the fucking work because I'm already exhausted. Mm. I'm not going to push myself into an early grave because of expectations that I'm placing on myself that may never be met. Mm. I, the thing is, is that I'll do all that I can to facilitate a better life for my kids. If I have to be mediocre for my kids to be great. All right. That's just what it is. Mm. Where Dayton. Um, so yes, the three things, right? Mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, it doesn't have to be three. I'm, I'm kind of taking notes to, for content, so whatever works. <laughs> it's lit, it's lit. No, actually, content. So now I'm I I don't know where I fall into the spectrum of Renee and Danica um, of what they said, but you know the first thing I always say, and I've said this on many a podcast: make sure you write down or you record or you know your healing activities. That's like the if you're in a rut, no. That's usable now. That's usable later on. That's usable when you're high up or when you're bottom of the bottom. Write down your healing activities. What are healing activities? These are things 
you know that you love to do, that when you do them, they do not bring you any stress, negative feelings or anything. One of my healing activities is playing basketball. I know that no matter what, no matter how I feel, I can go out on a basketball court and I will not feel angry. I will not feel mad. I will not feel negative. It's all positive. Yeah, I, well, those emotions will be there while I'm playing, but it's a positive situation for me. Find your healing activities. Another healing activity for me is going motherfucking grocery shopping. <laughs> it's eat, nigga. It's wild. Eat. It's yo, eat. but I'm the type of person I will go to a grocery store without a list and I will walk around that grocery store for motherfucking hours. Same. Because I love being at the grocery store because food is like amazing. It's like the most important thing. I will spend countless bread at the the fucking grocery store before I go to the doctors and drop bread and try to get some disinfectant injected in me. Like (laughs) I am going to eat well and I'm going to that to me that's like that's God's gift. Like food. Like why take care of your your body's a temple. Take care of it. Mm. Period. Bless us. My my yeah my my second thing okay (laughs) bless up I'm weak. But my second thing would be And um, I think Renee said the opposite of this, but I'm going to say this. Be scared. It's okay Mm. to be scared. Stop thinking that you can't be scared. Scared, being scared is your, is, is probably the number one motivator for success. Being scared, feeling that fear has driven people beyond what they think that they're capable of. Period. Niggas Mm. ran from the South to the North. Now look, I ain't going to. I ain't going to hold you. Sometimes when I'm using the GPS, I get lost. <laughs> My nigga. Hold, on, hold on, hold on. I'm, but is it? But what did I say? I said, "Don't be afraid." You said, "You said, you said, don't be afraid." No. So let me grab so my list. So let's be clear. Let's be clear with that. <laughs> you can be fear. You can be afraid, but it's what you use that and do with yourself. Yep. Yes. Okay. So All when right. I say well, don't be well, afraid, yes, obviously, yes. Maybe leaving a job makes you a little nervous because I don't have. I'm not sure what that income like source is going to be but guess what i know by leaving it may put me in a better space mentally or may put me in a better space ultimately financially so i need to use that fear and use that as motivation so yeah it's fine to be afraid but being afraid and sitting down and doing fucking nothing with it is a waste of energy it's a waste of is a waste of emotion so i i yes be afraid and also and and this is funny because i was i was talking with someone about this yesterday Fear is a choice, right? It's not, it's, it's, it's a choice. Like you, you can, you can be afraid, but the fear is, is beyond that. Cause that the fear is what stops you from doing things. A fear is, is, is your, your mental obstacle that you placed upon yourself to say, all right, I'm scared and I'm not going to move forward. That's, that's the fear. Boom. I can't, I can't get to the other side. I can't move forward. I can't go here. Be afraid. It's okay to be afraid, but also move forward because you have your healing activities. Your healing activities are the most important thing because when you are down, a lot of people don't know what to do when they're down. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't know what to do when they're hurting. A lot of people don't know how to heal themselves. That's why we have doctors. That's why we have therapists. That's why we have 
up friends and, and people say they need people. But guess what? In 2020, y'all going to think I'm crazy for saying this. In 2020, I'm good all by myself. Thank you. Yes, because I found my, my helicopter. And I Me, know, myself, and I. Yeah, and, and, I, and I know that no matter what, and, and kudos to my parents for really helping me learn this, like because of my healing activities and because of me, you know, finding myself and ultimately getting closer to God, like I will never stay down because at the end of the day, I can revert to those things that I love to do. Mm. And in that moment, I can get my mind back on happiness. You can only do well when your mind is well, mm. your mind controls your body. All of that stuff works together. So if, if I'm feeling down, look, I'm, I can't, I'm not going to be able to communicate with y'all right now. Catch me at the gym. You know, I'm not going to be able to communicate with y'all right now. Like, uh, catch me at the, catch me at wedding for real. Catch me at price, right? You know, grocery shop. All right. You know, like, pe- I think, I think, price, hey, right? you know, it's the disparity, the disparity. But the important thing is, is that you have those healing activities there to get you back into a place of balance because not a lot of people know how to heal themselves. Third thing is, look, you know, it, it's, it's okay to set goals and to move at your own pace, but remember that you're moving at your own pace. Nobody wants to be, it, no one gives a fuck about being great, mediocre, whatever, whatever. None of that shit matters. You get to where you want to be at your own pace. And only you determine when you get there, period. Now, I look, I know that when I talk to certain people, I think they should be further along. Or I think that some people should be further back. That's just my opinion. Don't don't listen to me. Don't listen to anybody else but your goddamn self. If you feel like you're supposed to be somewhere, then get there, period. Mm-hmm. Your friends can tell you, and this is the thing. This, is, I think, goes back to the accountability piece. But it's also the trust and belief in yourself. Stop looking for answers from everyone else. Yeah, I agree with that. You stole like, my answer. Like, just, just, it's you. Like, yo, if we were talking about cheating earlier. Yo, I don't give a fuck. It, that, you did that. That's a reflection. If you want to go out here and look stupid, hell, you, you do that. That's a reflection of you. <laughs> Boom. Period. That, it's going to hurt my feelings. Yes. I'm going to feel some type of way. Yes. But at the end of the day, it doesn't it's matter. stop me no. from. Look, I'm gonna be at catch me at the grocery store. <laughs> How about that? How about that? Did us catch me at the grocery store? You know, Got so it. find your healing activities, take accountability, and yes, be be afraid, but don't be afraid to continue along your path. Right? Look, then is that, I, I like that really being afraid? You actually, you actually exactly, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's that's not really being afraid. Like to me. Like it's it's that feeling of like maybe that uncertainty, but when you still take that step forward, you're the complete opposite. You're actually courageous in that moment. You know what I mean? Right. To me, it's being afraid is 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 getting that feeling and staying there, not putting that foot in front of the other foot. When you decide that you want to pick that foot up and take a step forward, you're not afraid. You're you're courageous in that moment, and that's what my ultimate point is. You know what I mean? And yeah, and you right. get there when you want to. Like both of y'all said. It's on nobody's time but your own. So it, it doesn't need to be, yeah. you know, you don't have a point to prove. You get there when you get there. Like you said, if you want to be mediocre, if you want to be, you know, fucking the best thing in the world, at the end of the day, it's all about your happiness and what you're comfortable in being. 
Yeah. And just to wrap this up, it's, it's really funny because all of these tips and different things like that, um, and just mainly the tips, but all the things that you guys are saying are literally me. Um, because, uh, out of all of us, <laughs> I think, um, I, th- I think we've all taken huge risks in our lives. Um, but each and every tip that you guys have given is something that I've had to take um, in my life. And so it's really hard. It's honestly hard for me to even come up with tips and tricks because I literally just have to live my life. Like um, for those who don't know, like I work a job, um, but my main job is entrepreneurship. Like I made a decision after I left graduate school that if these niggas aren't going to hire me because I'm freaking talented at everything I put my hand on and that's me being humble as hell. <laughs> like if y'all niggas aren't going to hire me, then I just have to figure it out for myself. And it's been a hard process. I've had situations or I've been in situations where like Danica was speaking to, like, I literally felt like, all right, like this is it. I don't, I mean, I'm just going to keep moving. I'm going, as long as I just keep swimming, like I'm good. But at the same time, there's something inside of me that like pushes past being afraid. The thing that I said to myself when I started my business was, Faith over fear, faith over fear. So I can't be afraid to do anything. I just have to have faith. Like I have to do it scared. I have to be responsible for or be accountable for my decision to want to do better. Um, so I think every single thing that you guys are saying is a living proof of, or I am living proof of the exact thing that you guys are saying. Um, so for people again that are listening, like who aren't hundred percent sure or who need some assistance look at me my g like i've had she wrote a, again. She, she dropped a book last year off the off the humble listen you know i've mean? i mean i've written a book i've worked with people on um like creative different projects and stuff like that without having niggas support check, like check the credits of uh centers wanted like shit <laughs> Perry, like tv one like okay we're not we're not turning into that the point is <laughs> just, my bad my bad i was i was trying that, to like, the plug. Trying. i appreciate it i appreciate it it's giving it's giving you try to be my twin again but it's cool <laughs> um, <laughs> um but no but the, the point really is like it's possible to do um i think if if i were to give tips i don't i don't want to repeat what it is that y'all said but um, but the biggest thing is that afraid thing, whether you define it as fear or you define it as being courageous, just doing it, put it at least putting your toe in the water, at least giving yourself the opportunity to, uh, to try. And if you fail, all right, it's not a failure. It's a lesson. You know what I'm saying? It's not an L it's, it's a lesson. Um, so don't be afraid to do that. But in the same token, again, Danica and I talk about this all the time because I am the queen of beating myself up because I'm a perfectionist. Like I'm a creative. I want things to be done the right way. So applying to, like there is, there is a chance that you can apply too much pressure to yourself. If you just do, if you just go, then you don't have the opportunity to apply hella pressure, which could create these mental Doubts within yourself um but just again just going and doing and not being afraid has been the thing that has helped me even when i am scared even when i do believe that like nah nigga like you like you cool but nah. <laughs> um but another thing last thing and then we'll then we'll head out or whatever is um affirmations are serious that's the thing i want to leave people with affirmations you need to tell yourself 
what it is that you believe that you are capable of. Words have power. Words speak so much life and or death into whatever it is that you put your mind to doing. Um, There have been several instances in which like a couple of years ago, I remember I was feeling low and I told myself for three months straight that I'm popping and I don't care what nobody says. And granted, there are instances where I don't feel the best now, but I know for a fact I'm popping and I don't care what nobody says. Or I go into maybe a job interview or I go into a client meeting and I say, this joint is about to be amazing. I'm about to walk out with a client who is confident in the work that I have to give them. But that's because I spoke it. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if I don't feel 100% confident because I spoke it and I negated the feelings that I had inside of myself and I spoke what it was that I wanted to see, Mm -hmm. that completely like shifted and changed it, changed the trajectory of my day, of how I felt, of my life moving forward. And so words have power, people. Be mindful of the things that you say. Be mindful of the things that you say to other people about yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, Because if you don't believe it first, then nobody else Mm -hmm. will. So that's my spiel. Um, I appreciate y'all for sharing that because this specific segment um, caused a lot of vulnerability, whether y'all realize it or not. Um, So I appreciate y'all for stepping outside of your comfort zones, for speaking things that may not necessarily have been um, popular. Or, um, you know, agreed agreed upon within the whole group. Um, But it was necessary because it's people dealing with stuff now, you know, now that we're kind of sitting in our own space and trying to figure out what, you know, our next moves are, whatever the case may be. So I appreciate y'all. Yeah. This is a good topic. Shout out to uh, Lakeisha. Lakita, Lakita, come on. Lakita. Lakita, you did good. Hey, name, just man. underscore eight six. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Hey, listen, you're going to for me, man. I just, I just <laughs> have to say out loud that I still love Renee. We can have differing <laughs> beliefs and we can get a little testy. Same with David. Sam, I don't feel no way, nigga. No, I'm not saying that you feel any hey, kind you, of way. Danica going to text you later like, I'm sorry. For you what? know how nigga? I am. For, for you what? know how I am. <laughs> no. I'm not. Because called, we're, because we're I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry for the way that I feel, but I also want to let you know that hey. I still think that your beliefs are valid even if we disagree. That's it. Let me tell you something. She only saying this because she called me an asshole. Even if you told me that my feelings were valid, right, Joe. I would disregard that shit with the quickness. Like but I it doesn't matter I don't because let that, I don't let that impact. Sometimes me. it's not for you, sometimes it's for me. I told you it's only if it's only hey, what's the what's them PNBs? That's that's fact. I, I know my um, opinions are valid. I'm crying. Shit. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I body I body I body all y'all niggas for real. So I bodied all y'all. Listen, listen, I told him to speak. I told him to speak. A body. Uh, But uh, nah, quick PMB, man. Just empathy. You know, we're all living in trying time right now. I saw a couple Facebook statuses. Wait. Huh? Wait. I thought you were saying the PMB. No, no, no. You're good. We are. Yeah. The irony. I thought you were I thought you were continuing on with no. your, your rant and then you switched yeah. to. No. Jordan, my bad. My bad. I, I wasn't, I wasn't there. Strong, when Jordan walked off, off, when big Jordan walked off for the flu game, <laughs> did he come back on the court to win anything to prove? Okay, just empathy. Oh, uh, empathy. So look, yeah, finish your right, so empathy. Let me answer empathy empathy real quick, man. It is midnight. It is. Empathy, man. Listen, we're living in a rough time. You know, there's obviously, it goes without saying, man. There's people without work. There's people that don't know where they're getting their next 
uh, check from the, you know, who's going to be paying their next bill. Um, let's just be mindful of that. I saw a couple of Facebook statuses that I personally didn't appreciate. And I, and I always tell myself, like, I, I don't go back and forth with people on Facebook. I just don't do it. I read and I'll just look at the comments and shit and I'll just go about my merry way. And I don't even get on that joint every so often. I don't even really get up that joint now because my sister be posting uh, little memes and shit, of, not memes, but little uh, videos and shit of my nephew. So I go, you know, check that out every, every once in a while. But I saw someone post an article and it was talking about how uh, in California they're giving illegal immigrants five hundred dollars, um, but there's a whole bunch of criteria that they have to meet in order to even qualify for the five hundred dollars stimulus package. And I think they set aside like twenty one million dollars or something like that um, to fund um, this particular program. And I saw someone um, say that you know they were pretty much disturbed by this and that how how were illegal uh, immigrants getting five hundred dollars. Um, com- compared to $1,200 for Americans. And it was just a whole bunch of like nonsense that I was reading in the status. And I just simply commented, I'm like, look, I understand. I mean, I, I can understand where you're coming from. Um, but at the end of the day, th- these are people just like me and you. They're no better. They're no worse than me and you. Um, you know, they, they live in their community. They're contributing just like me and you. Uh, she was talking about like taxes and I'm like, well, they still pay taxes on sales sales. I mean, every time you go out and make a purchase, whether it's gas, milk, whatever, you're still contributing to the community that you live around. So therefore you acted in a time like this. Yes, I think it is fair and it's the right thing to allow, um, you know, these these people of our country as well that make up our community something because at the end of the day, they have bills just like me and you. And it was a whole back and forth. And. She actually ended up deleting the Facebook status, I think, because a, a couple of people jumped in and they were like liking some of the things that I said and they were like replying back to her as well. And she was just like her facts just didn't make any sense. Like she said something to the degree of, well, when tourists come to the country, should they be allowed to get money as well since they were here? And I was like, sis, that's like it's a, not the same. You're comparing apples and oranges. That's totally you're, you're comparing <laughs> apples and oranges. And I and I and I was more so just kind of bothered because in a time like this. When the country should be coming together and we should all be trying to help the next man, there's still pockets of people that feel as though they're better than the next man. When nobody is, we're none of us are safe from the disease. We've seen the rich and the poor die. We've seen kids of all ages. We've seen, you know, black people, white people. We've seen all everybody being affected by this. And the last thing that I would think is that I see people arguing about who should qualify for money or not. Like, it's just it's just wild to me that we live in a country like we were just talking about that. that praise on us to a degree and you know we pay high taxes for this and we may not see it and the little bit of chump change that they're throwing out to us uh still um bothers some people um and i and i, and I ain't like it at all um so like i said man let's just be mindful of the next man let's really you know try to try to you know take care of others around us when, when we have the opportunity to and uh and that's really it man that's all i got for my pmb beautiful anybody else uh, I guess my PNB is just fuck my kids. Fuck them. Niggas. Okay. <laughs> Yo. I'll see them next week. Yo. Um, hey. My God. <laughs> Son. I mean, look, I just have to be honest right quick because the niggas. Okay. They, look, I know I kind of complained about it at the beginning, but I'm a, I'm a, I am going to complete my circle. I'm going to come Listen. back to it again. Them little bitties Listen. are running me wild. First off, fuck you. Fuck you. Yep. Okay. Yep. <laughs> fuck oh, my kids and the house they claim. <laughs> Look, yes. Ba- basically, they're, the room they're, they claim. Un- they're, un- they're ungrateful <laughs> little bastards sometimes, as much as I love them. Right. Love them to death. 
super cute. They love me. They love me to tears. However, look, I'm about to have a whole mommy boot camp because these kids are out here and they got me fucked up. So and listen, man, listen, they might be some other mothers out there that are dealing with some of the same things, man. This might be an opportunity. Look, because my friends say all the time, look, can I just send my kids to your house for like a day? Please do, sis. Giving super Let's nanny. do it. Now you you sitting sit on a pot of gold, you don't even realize it. You got all these white mothers <laughs> out here that know how to control their kids. I'm sure yeah. they looking for somebody. Look, okay. I don't want them badass little white kids. They don't listen. Nah, I'm not saying bring them to you, but you know, record a little instructional video. Show them how to, you know <laughs> YouTube channel. Yeah, one. Come on now. Right. Give super <laughs> nanny, sis. It is what it is. It is. Um. My only PMB is I need people. I mean, I talked about words and stuff like that, but I need people to wash their mouth. Um, you, you said what? Wash their mouths. I need people to wash oh, their okay, mouths. Okay, okay. Um, as it pertains Damn. to oh, all the words, enunciation on one hundred. Period. He Damn. said what did I say? So I said again. <laughs> again. <laughs> um, nah, but for real. Um, I need people to be mindful of the things um that they say. Specifically, I, I mentioned it earlier about the whole like men and women thing, but I've had a conversation with with a few people and it's been like, well, women do this and women do this and women do this. And they're all negative things. And while, for the period. And while um, that is it could potentially be true in certain instances, do not box us all in mm-hmm. one. We are not all the same no. Two men do this men do that men do the exact same things it may not be it may not come out the exact same way but it's the same thing um and so making things exclusive to women as opposed to holding men accountable as well is problematic and it's annoying and i'm typically not one to like speak about it or even you know what i'm saying like i i keep my feelings and opinions to myself cuz i'm not going to argue with you because i know what i know it is with this but um yeah that's i just i can't it's irritating so watch your mouth please well, i don't be Thank saying you. that when i be saying blanket positive statements about black women but that's for a whole other conversation when i say i try to model my life of uh, 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 um you know, in comparison to all the positive black women out here pushing through and making a I'm way. I'm not talking about you, I'm pumpkin. Just saying, I'm, I'm just not talking about you. The positive things, the the blanket statement conversation don't come up. Hey, but listen, uh, hey, take us home, man. Jason, Jason, do you have a PMB? Oh, you got one. Yeah, my yeah. bad, my bad. Please. Yeah, my bad, but damn, you know. Um, my PMB help, is help, help me. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, <laughs> my PMB is for this. So I I block a lot of words on Twitter. I blocked a whole lot of words on Twitter, but somehow I did not have the word rape um, blocked on oh, Twitter. Oh, Jesus. Oh, oh, and <laughs> I have since then blocked it because for some reason there is a Twitter handle and good, bad, you up to your interpretation, but there's a Twitter handle called DMV Rapist. Oh. Now, this this page has been not only exposing people for being rapists, but also sharing stories Jesus. of of those situations. So I don't know how people have gotten these stories. I guess they're sending them in through DMs, but I get the intent behind it. Yes, but people do not send your story through a fucking DM to a Twitter handle to post on the internet. Please do not. I want you 
to take your story to the police. Period. Take your story. Take your take your story to someone who will not who legal a lawyer somebody legal. If if at the bare minimum defamation of character, take it to a lawyer, someone legal who can give you advice on how to take advantage of the situation that you're facing from a legal standpoint, from a legal standpoint. And I'm not I'm I'm not up here saying I'm the judge, jury and and all that. And and everybody who gets raped is is um, gets their cases, you know, um, they they, they, you know, the, the people who rape them get convicted. I'm not mm. saying that. I'm just, I'm just saying, choose your method of of outlet wisely, please. Be, because the la- I think one of the last things you want to do is to send your story anonymously to a motherfucking DMV rapist page and and a DM and have them post your story. Do not do not degrade yourself to that extent. Um, because th- they are using it for retweets and likes. Mm. They're not, they're not using it to better your situation. And I, 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 I'm praying for y'all. I'm hoping that there's a, a better way for y'all. And I don't, I don't have to speak on rapists cause you already know, like, <laughs> man. Okay. That, that's, <laughs> well, that, I mean, he's, he's Baltimore hang you. So it is what it is. It's, this but might yeah. be something that we're discussing next week anyway. So this is a lot. I have a lot of notes. Yeah. I'm going to head out. I'm going to, I'm going I'm to I'm say let's take, cause I have things to say, but I'm going to say let's table, yeah, table that. I, I'm not, I'm not knowledgeable. All, all I, I know, that, all I know is I, look, I, I, Nathan, I do. I that, understand I, what you're saying. I just especially to bring up the because we, you know, we don't obviously when you've been through something traumatic, you who's to say what makes you like kind of work past right. that. At the same time, I don't know nothing about this page, but if they're if this page is using, you know, uh victim they yeah, if they're pictures. using victim stories and a traumatic thing that they've been through to gain a following and and fucking turn that page into some kind of promotional page or something like that then they're absolutely 100% fucking wrong for that. I don't know anything about it, and I don't know the people behind it. I don't know the intent. This is my first time hearing about that. Yeah, um, But yeah, you're right. If, if the person that's behind it is using victims to gain some sort of following that feeds into some kind of weird fucking ego, you're it's a scum of the earth. Yeah. Um, and, you know, maybe that page should be reported. Like I said, I don't know nothing about it. This is my first time hearing of it. And like you said, if that is what they're doing, and they're dead fucking wrong and they'll get handled it'll get handled in, in some sort of way outside of that oh interesting well then there's that <laughs> no 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 I'm not saying no I'm talking about no 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 I didn't mean like uh, threatening what I'm saying like no no, 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 no you're good. Oh, okay. it's like where do we, it's just like it's where do we go from well, here in greater news I'm hosting the I'm hosting the live on Monday guys so. <laughs> I thought y'all niggas said I thought I was about to go shoot some shit up <laughs> no. No, 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 no 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 looking forward to that in y'all's and quarantine 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 right it's Monday it's gonna be fun Monday. I can't wait to get great. back in the comments, Y'all be man. y'all behave yourself. She got a switch. Listen. <laughs> she, already said, watch, she already said watch your mouth. I thought she said watch, watch your, your mouth. mouth. That's why. That too. That too. Or that. Watch wash your mouth with soap. Wash, wash your thoughts. Okay. What listen? Before I get my wash the shoes. Wash the shoes. Period. Um, but all right, y'all. Let's head <laughs> out. Oh, because y'all, what's up? Been hung for them? Oh, yes, that's what it is. 
Um, I cho- I this. chose the vibe of the day today. <laughs> yes, day talking. <laughs> and <laughs> I chose. Um, no, 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 wait, talk about, talk about, talk about, talk out. Did y'all see the video? Of um of Elephant Man <laughs> producing Ponda River Ponda Bank that they released today. Nope. Fire. Uh-uh. Great. That was super dope. Anyway, so the vibe of the day. Okay, wait. The vibe, the vibe of the day is the oh, Hold on, that's Google. Give me the will. Hold on, Google. Featuring Smeeto. Um, it's time to go. And what's the it's vibe? Time to wrap it up. Give me the will. Sure, you said Alita Barraz featuring <laughs> featuring Smeeto. That's All right, it. All right, so I'm gonna head out. Alina. What has happened? I don't know. Take the wheel. Give me the wheel. Oh, give Alina. me the wheel. Elena Baraz feature Smino. Yes. Elena Baraz, that's Monday. like the little girl that we canceled, right? No, oh, that's right. Sabrina Claudio. Oh, wow. Hey. 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 See you on Monday, man. Help me. Bye. Help me. Bye. Help me.
You should come on, watch up a song. Your favorite show, we'll be alone. Closing the flow, stay to the more, get in the zone. Get off your phone, just say you gotta go. We could lay low, you should come on. Cause you give and receive, yeah, you do everything. But I need you to hand it over. Gonna get you undone, gonna show you how it's done. Yeah, I need you to hand it over. Give me the will, I wanna stare, I wanna show you a place. So you've been needing a break. I'm gonna make it okay, give me the will. I wanna hear, I wanna hear about your day You ain't been in a good place I'm gonna take you away Give me the way Let me take it from here Let's talk about it on autopilot Click it two times, it go on, it's on You did that thing to me, I was driving Don't recommend trying this at home I'm kind of country, you love my sliders I stretch you out like my easy and eyes. Don't be around here, I come too for her Seen the boy ass while I lean on her Hey, in the park, handcuffed, keep my chains on Laying on your thighs Get it from the bed, life full like a uh. None of these little girls look like a hoe. Mama only call when she got that oh No, no, you know I got a door something, but I cruise to and cruise through your water. Cause you give and receive, yeah, you do everything. But I need you to Okay. <laughs>